A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Hey Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt, I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm here not to break down an episode of Gossip Girl, yet again, or for the first for the first time in a while, but I'm here to, uh, to break down some movies that have been released in 2022 in anticipation of the upcoming Academy Awards, uh, maybe make some predictions as well, but I am not here by myself. I am here with my... Uh, partner in crime usually when it comes to movie tuesdays brendan ruppel hello i am your co-host of course the creepy uncle of podcasting aka uncle cream hi diddle hoda cream from recording labs from the crematorium i'm your editor-in-chief here at cream weekly i'm not used to coming in having to like defend myself from a uh, some some slander early on in the show so hi and uh thanks <laughs> thanks for calling me uh <laughs> call me by my name which a movie i haven't seen speaking of movies already <laughs> wow, speaking of movies that were nominated <laughs> wow. for an oscar <laughs> that was this year right? uh, yeah uh, yes call me by your name famously was released this year great <laughs> we'll see if it wins best picture um oh, hopefully nothing bad happens to army hammer in the meantime <laughs> oh god gosh i, gosh, I hope for god star of gossip girl army hammer and, and disgraced <laughs> right. cannibal of course um now <laughs> Oh, cannibalism too. A lot, very hot on the topic of uh, these past few weeks. I mean, yet yeah. or yesterday, actually, really in the world of hot on the topic. Hot on the topic. I'm editing all this out. Of, you, you, we, you have not been introduced yet. That, that's true. You may be wondering who on earth who that is voice is barging so let me, in. I mean, let me someone you. is playing by the rules back there. <laughs> Brendan, last week we had our first member of the Four Timers Club in Matt Ligori, Of course, we now have. Two members of the Four Timers Club. It has doubled in size just in one week. Lita Brillman is back on the podcast. Lita, you may now officially talk. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I just fine. had a lot. I, I just had a lot to say. Um, Listen, when "Call Me by Your Name" I, comes up, you need to you need to chime in. I just like was was that like a prepared intro? It was like "Call Me by My Name." I'm Brendan, and we all have to have like an Oscars themed. It was very prepared, uh, as you could tell. There was no stumbling or stuttering. <laughs> Like, yeah, I am the prepared. shape of water. Wait, that's what I'm saying here is call me. <laughs> yeah, we're really good in 2017. All right. Call me three billboards outside of Oscar movies ever. Sorry, because I suck. What would you, if you're the shape of water, would you just be like a fucking puddle on the ground? Sounds kind of sad. What is, it, what is this, part of your top five? Tight five? <laughs> <laughs> this is my 2017 Oscar movie, Tight Five. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just what a bit. Let's just talk about the 2017 Oscar movie. It's my it's my favorite year. Ladybird, Phantom Lady Thread. Was great. Well, we're just going to lead a scream here while someone's been waiting so patiently. <laughs> you know, you may you may think this is just a three person podcast, but boy, do I have news for you. Someone has been waiting very quietly in the wings to so come professional. on. <laughs> it is his. He is now finally in the three timers club. The the Lonely Boys three timers club. Please welcome Sam Stanish. Sam, you may now talk. Wow. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the 2017 or 2018 Oscars, Brendan, you got to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and to, That's why he was quiet. So I've, he was I've, thinking of something. You know, I love when people say I have so much to say from before I was introduced, and I do. Uh, <laughs> the great. water 
shape of the vault, the container that it is within. So it's not just a puddle. It would be whatever. So right? if you're wearing yeah, clothes, would it take the shape of the clothes? Well, have you, you ever have you ever poured within the clothes? I guess. But like, have you ever water in clothes before? What would happen? I don't know. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> Absorb. It depends on how warm it is. We should do that. We have a podcast. We just pour water on clothes. <laughs> that sounds well, good. Well, it Absorb. <laughs> It's a wet t-shirt contest, but nobody's wearing the t-shirt. This is when we really don't want to start uh, season six of Gossip Girl. And we're like, all right, another off-season podcast. We're going to pour water all over ourselves. And I famously hate video, as we talked about before. No, there's no video. No video. There's no video, exactly. So you're just like promising that you're actually pouring water on yourself. Oh my gosh, I'm so wet. (laughs) I gotta clip that. I gotta clip that. (laughs) It'd be an ASMR podcast, mostly, I think. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to the races. Broken. I'm glad we thought of so much structure to to put into this podcast today. Listen, Brendan, I called you my partner in crime for Movie Tuesday. It's been a while since I've been to the theater for Movie Tuesday. I, I've I've held the uh, tradition by, by uh, streaming some movies, but it's been even longer since you have accompanied me to the movie. And really, since since anyone has. Since, yeah. I guess, what was the last movie that everyone... That, when uh, Glass Onion was in theaters, that was the yes. last movie we actually I had to think after for. that. But it, it, I well, think since like Oscar uh, season has come upon us, they've all been streaming, so you might as well just stay home and watch them. Yeah, all of these uh, best picture nominees, for the most part, were available on streaming for uh, for yeah. easy catch up. Easy catch up. Mm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> One of your least favorite things. Iron oh, yeah. yeah. baby. I hate easy catch up. I want every <laughs> catch up impossibly hard to access. <laughs> you hate catch up so much that you want others to not experience it. That's right. It's my wow. least favorite thing in the world. Uh, you if you never saw it, just like the thought of someone else having it in their life. Makes you upset. I guess a distant thought I could do, but if I witnessed someone enjoying it, I'd be <laughs> yeah. mad. At, yeah, I'd be mad that. at them for years. For uh, years. Every time I eat ketchup, I do think of you. Well, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> you, you and you and Brian Scally. I'm like, wow, they'd hate what? it if they were here. But you yeah, like that? So I have hated ketchup and been in your life much longer than these people. <laughs> I've hated ketchup way longer. <laughs> okay, I may, that may be true, but I would say that you're way less dramatic about it than Matt and Scally. Like, it, I Thank feel you. like whenever when I go out to eat with Matt and Scally and they get the they... ketchup like container dropped on the table, they instantly like move it to the other side of the table and they're like, "Can I have some hot sauce?" <laughs> uh, and, and I would say you don't do anything of the sort. Do you smell it? Like, is it, does it bother? Is it just the look of it bothers you? No, the smell does bother me as well. But yeah, you could, if they put the, no, the ramekin on the ground, like on the ground or on the table, I assume you're not. I don't want it to accidentally spill over on me or my food, and you know that would it's ruin. Not a very liquid. Yeah, it's pretty thick. Like, <laughs> it's a very viscous. Substance. Or is it? Or does it not have viscous? It is viscous. What's viscosity. The more viscous it is, the more uh, it is viscous, the more thick yeah. it is. Is that? Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, but still, if it falls over, it could still get on things. Like it's not solid. How often does it just tip over? The big tub of ketchup on the. Yeah, you know what, Brendan? Once is too much, and so if I can, <laughs> if I can stop it from happening at all, that's what we're gonna do. But we're not here to talk about ketchup. If you put ketchup all... on some clothes, what shape would it? Take? <laughs> that's a good question. That's what we're here to talk about. You guys really glossed by Brendan casually using the word ramekin. <laughs> I did not hear it because I, I was too busy trying. I watch a lot of. I watch a lot of Food Network. Said... That's the only reason why he I know said that they word. put the ramekin oh, of right. ketchup on the floor. That is what it is. It, it is, is what, it, what is. it is. It is what it is. Brendan, define ramekin for me. It's what you put your ketchup into. It's like right, though. Ca- I can't define <laughs> ramekin, but I know it but when I, know I, I it. It's, it's, it's I a, it. a container you put sauces into. I feel like it's kind of the general term. 
Okay. Yeah, well, it's like a, a little container. Open they could face. just call it a container, but yeah. I, all right, I guess I guess that has a name. I, I was open unaware face. of. But <laughs> we're not here to talk about ramekins, of course. We are here to talk about uh, the upcoming Academy Awards. By the when this is released, we'll be two days away from the ninety uh, fifth Academy Awards, and wow. you know, we it, we figured it's the off season. It's we're right around the corner. Might as well talk about some movies. I have seen all of the Best Picture nominated movies. Sam, I believe you said that you also have seen them all. May have said that, but is it true? It is. We will find out. Wow. No suspense. No suspense Sam, that's like a good housewives tagline. <laughs> I may have said that, but is it true? <laughs> we will we will find out. Um uh, Brendan, how many of the uh, best picture nominees have you seen? Because last time I talked to you mm. uh, a couple weeks ago now, you were at four and you said I may have said I was gonna catch up, but did I? <laughs> no. And you said, let's let's shoot for Monday, March sixth as a not to pull back the curtain onto when we're recording, but to uh, so that you have ample time to watch as many as you can. Did yeah. you watch even so one I, more I made sure I gave myself plenty of time to catch up and I did not watch a single <laughs> more movie <laughs> nothing else happened i really okay. i didn't even get that busy i just didn't feel like watching maverick and that was kind of what uh what stopped me okay there were other movies besides maverick and you know what that me was too. next to I my list i don't feel like watching watching maverick either uh brendan let's see if i remember the movies you had seen i saw everything everywhere all at once with you so i know you've seen that one saw that and i believe you've seen uh triangle of sadness saw that uh banshees of inish can and... you do it in an accent please for the love of christ banshees of inish thank you and um, you have seen Tar, I yes. believe, is the other one. Yeah, yeah. And well, look, I so the problems with ranking. with uh, the other movie I really wanted to see was that it, it's like four fucking hours, and I didn't have really like a big window to go Little watch ends, Avatar. Right? Yeah, a little. Oh, and right. I, I didn't I didn't want to hear any women talking either, so that was another part <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you didn't Lita want to hear any Germans talking either. Well, yeah, I'm just anti-war. No one wants to see war happen anymore. I'll have you know, the film is also anti-war, so maybe you would have enjoyed it. Really? But isn't there war in it? Oh, it's a war film. And it's kind Uh, of like, it's taking the bold stance that war is hell. Really? Yes, and you know what? I didn't need to watch that movie to uh, come to that conclusion. I (laughs) I was already there. But it was the last movie I saw of the best I heard it was all right. Lita, how many of these movies have you seen? All right, so you're 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 telling the audience for uh for me and Brendan what how many we've seen, but you're asking her how many she's seen. <laughs> yeah, Maddie, well, you know how many uh, I've seen. Okay, I don't. That's why I am asking. And I, I guess to, I'll, I'll give the wow. grand revelation. Such that aggressive guest today. Friend. Of course you do. Okay, well, let's see. I know that you've seen the Banshees of Inisherin because I saw it with you. Uh, so Maddie that... and I took an ill-advised edible before the Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, not the, not the best. <laughs> it was movie. not the Didn't right movie for it. An edible for. Um, <laughs> I know you've seen Elvis. Uh, that perhaps wow. was a good movie to take an edible for. Hundred um, percent. That would have scared the and... shit if I was high watching Elvis. I'd yeah. Oh my left. God, Brendan. We know how much of this podcast is going to be Brendan <laughs> talking about how he's afraid of Elvis. I'm just it's saying. Ketchup uh, is to me and Sally. That, as I was going to mention Brendan. That, whenever I think whenever I... Elvis comes by, Brendan moves him to another table. Right. And he's well, very... but my my fear just. <laughs> Was, was recently lifted, but I think it was too late. Yeah, it was too late. Um, I believe you've seen everything, everywhere, all at once. Is that correct, Lita? Correct. And have you seen anything else? I have seen other movies that are nominated for other awards, such as Black Panther 2. Okay. Um, and also definitely at least one other. Um, I assume Fire Island was nominated for everything. Yeah, I, I, believe, that. I believe it was. It's got... Yeah. <laughs> yep, I would like to watch Tar and um, 
the other one that people like someday. The other one that <laughs> Fablemans. Like, Sam loves the, the Fablemans. Ah, the Fablemans. A lot of people love um, the, fun the Fablemans. I would like to watch those movies at some point. The Fablemans is far too long, and I need to be in the right mood for Tar. Yes. Tar I mean, is way longer than Fablemans. <laughs> oh, okay. I think they're. Well, then I definitely don't want to like watch the, Tar. The same, like, every single movie was like two and a half hours. Yeah, tar was, was like over no, a lot. Banshees it was, like was a tight two hours, and I was grateful. Yeah, a, tight, a tight two hours, yes. I've been talking I mean, was like minutes or something but you know yeah, it that also was wasn't good. good so <laughs> i really i really like i really liked women talking well but i guess we'll, I, we'll, we'll be getting into that i guess we more on that it. later to the list oh, i saw turning red oh, i want okay. to see that too that i'm assuming that is nominated for uh best animated feature um yes he as the, the, uh, the period three, the yeah yeah. Yes, it is. It's a period film. It's a period piece. It's a period piece. <laughs> it's a period piece. Um, I'm sorry. I thought that Tar was closer to three hours. You're right. There's only a seven minute differential between the two movies. I apologize. I will accept your okay, apology. I forgive um, you. I was apologizing to Lita, so you know oh. I don't really need your acceptance. <laughs> okay, I will. I will unaccept it then. Please rescind. <laughs> yes. Your apology you're the, is rejected. Kagan, you got to rein these guests in. They're going to take over. <laughs> Pretty quickly. I, I think it's. I think it's. I think we're. we're I'm not worried about me. I'm more worried about you. I don't. They can take me over anytime they want. Oh, I saw the last onion. Okay, that's all of them. Okay, great. But was I correct that you've only seen three of the best picture nominated yes, films? Yes, I told you you knew. I, well, all right. Well, it turns out I did. I know you better than I thought. What I a fun did. little challenge for the audience to, to see if Gagan knew which movies she'd seen. Um, well, but before this weekend, I had only seen seven of them. So uh, I Whoa. I watched Top Gun Maverick and The Triangle. Triangle of Sadness, not the Triangle of Sadness. Sorry, drop the the uh, Triangle of Sadness on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then I watched uh, All Quiet on the Western Front on Sunday. How'd you like uh, Mavi Davy? I'm sorry. Well, oh, Mavi Davy, of course, is what we are affectionately calling it. Um, and you know, I think I had every reason to save these three for last because I think they might be my three least favorite wow. of the ten of the ten nominated uh, features. Uh, do you think all of a sudden start liking planes? No, it, it was really boring to oh, me. Speaking I didn't of think which, there was, was a plane crash in Lindenhurst today. I, that was yesterday, but yes. yesterday, wow. Yeah, You're really it, trying it, to throw off the listeners on when <laughs> this was recorded. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I can give yeah. you too much information, but there was a literal plane crash. I know. I I could have I could have died. It could have hit. You could have died. Yeah, not not to uh, let everyone know where, what what town I live. In. Yeah, that, like, I mean, yeah, dangerously close. So the pilot was really yeah, no, that's no never memory. discussed on the pod. Yeah. Who's from where? <laughs> how you know this person? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Canonically, I am from Lindenhurst, and there was a plane crash. Uh, they were probably aiming for me, but the, thank God they missed. Um, <laughs> Try again next time. Second yeah. plane has hit Matt Gage. All the pilot school kids are. <laughs> they have it out for you. Yes. <laughs> yep. It was a. It was a flight instruction uh, plane that did that, that did crash into some random woods. But uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I didn't think. Sounds I, like he failed the class. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he received a posthumous failing grade of, of the class. <laughs> um, um, I, I didn't think anything was going to be able to take on Elvis as my least favorite uh, Best Picture nominee, but now we have three other contenders. Which I guess I thought it was I thought it was a uh, a pretty good year for movies. I liked a lot of movies, but a lot of the movies I saw I did like were not nominated for Best Picture. So I think as far as the Best Picture nominees, oh, I disliked a lot more than I am used to. So I, I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, you guys feel feel that same way based on the the movie movies you've seen or Sam, you've seen all of them, so I, I don't know if uh, if you feel similarly to me. But but speak I do on not, it. Not, I would say. I feel wow. like for the most part, 
most years there are many more best picture noms that i like don't even care to see uh and i mean i don't i this is only the second time i've seen all of the best picture nominees in my life but i feel like i really liked most of them uh and definitely didn't like absolutely hate any of them so i'm i'm feeling pretty positive about the year yeah, I would say uh, usually, usually it, say there's ten no, uh, nominees. I, I'd say for for the most part, I. Uh, <laughs> I think this is a random <laughs> example of a number. Maybe there'd be ten best picture nominees. Imagine a world. <laughs> Imagine a world okay. where ten, where 10 movies get nominated for best picture. <laughs> I'd say there's usually uh, four movies I love, four movies I like, one I don't care for, and one I actively dislike. I'd say that's usually the breakdown. Uh-huh. I'd say this year it was probably more like. Uh, Two, four, two, two. In that aspect, two you actively dislike. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'd say I'd say I will Can we, never. Let us guess. Re- let us guess. Okay, go for I'm it. I mean, I, Elvis. Uh, I say Mavi Davi, and then all quiet. <laughs> Sam, would you like to would you like to uh, venture a guest? Um, I feel like you did not like Elvis, and you didn't like uh, Triangle of Sadness. Okay, so um, I will say that Brendan is correct. Top Gun. <laughs> And all quiet on the Western Front. I will wow. never watch again. I will never want to watch again. Uh, Elvis. At least there was there there were some fun performances that I didn't mind watching. Uh, Triangle of Sadness. I guess made me laugh a couple of times. Did Elvis go uh, hoo ha at all? Yeah, that was the best part actually. Wow, Matt, I'm good, looking honestly. at my uh, best picture noms ranking that I made a couple weeks ago, right after I've seen all of them, and we share the same bottom two. Okay, great. So, I mean, I just don't care about planes at all, and I really don't like war movies at all. And mm. I, I mean, it's already you know I don't I don't dislike uh, movies where I have to you know have subtitles on. I, I qu- quite like a lot of them, but I, I think it already uh, you know is at a disadvantage where I have to give all of my attention to it. And when it's just something that I don't care about, like a war movie, it's real. I really I mean I haven't re- factor them into my overall 2022 rankings yet uh but i I think it might be uh my second to last on on that ranking it just seems like if you in this day and age there's been so many war movies like if you're gonna make a war movie you have to do something different about it like there has to be something interesting about your movie it can't literally just be war as hell and but this movie is just that and it it makes me even sadder because i've never read the book but i hear from reviews that there are actually very many interesting scenes that they could have adapted and they chose not to uh where they return home uh like in the middle of the war before having to go back to the front uh and all of the stuff that i've read about those scenes and sequences sounds really cool and it's just Mm -hmm. very strange that they chose not to put good (laughs) ideas into the movie (laughs) yeah i was gonna ask like what the big hook was with this war movie like what what was that movie a few years ago? Was it 1917, 1814? Which yeah. one was it? Like that in one was, I believe. It was supposed to be cool because like, oh, the, the one straight shot. Like I think that's right. the hook there, and it's like pretty mm. to look at. But like I was wondering what the yeah, deal was. Yeah, and I didn't mind movie. that one as yeah. as much as other ones. Like this one, this one really, this one really dragged for me. And it was another one where, and all all three of these movies that I didn't want to watch and ended up having to watch over the weekend were all like two hours and twenty minutes, and. They, I mean, and I am not one to complain about long movies, but when there are long movies that are also just like boring, I, I like can't for the do sake it. of being long and like, oh, if it's longer, it'll be an Oscar nom. Maybe, maybe that's the thinking. Might be. So I, I mean, will say, I agree that Top Gun and uh, All, all Fight on the Western Front, front <laughs> are very boring, but I'm a big Triangle Sadness guy. Like, that movie was very funny to me, and I really liked all three of the different uh, parts of the film. Uh huh. I, that one, that, I like that one. 
I had I had fun. You oh, so I'm outnumbered here. So yeah, some people like Triangle of Sadness. Some people like women talking. I, I, I did. I will the, say uh, that I was. I thought I'd be higher on it based on the recommendation I got from a coworker, and he said it was like hilarious. And I guess I was maybe expecting like a more laugh out loud comedy, which I don't know why I was thinking that well, with an Brendan, Oscar nomination. You, whoever recommended this, you they know you love puke and shit. So that that, that was, was good. All, that, that was, was good. <laughs> that um, was going to be in your wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean, but how long can you laugh at that? Like, it was 50 minutes long. I'm not like laughing for oh the my entire God. 50 minutes it, yeah, of puking shit. It was like a hundred, it was an hour and a half of the two hours and 20 yeah. minutes, I think. It was, it was kind of like uh, the puking shit version of my good friend Richie's jokes like that go on for 50 minutes too long. Just just stick to the one the one part of the joke and then don't like drag it out for, for that long. Um, and maybe that was really the like the one part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was, it was uh, different. I, I was glad to have some sort of comedy in, uh, in a Best Picture nom. I mean, I, I'm happy that, that you found the comedy in that film. I really only left a couple. I, I don't know what the disconnect was, but maybe I was just in such a bad mood from watching Top Gun Maverick beforehand mm. <laughs> that uh, nothing was going to make me laugh. Maybe that. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't disservice. so like out loud, laughy, like jokey. It was more just like overall conceptual, I guess, funny. I'm in a similar spot with as Matt with uh, you said you watched this like right after Top Gun uh, Avatar 2 and then came home and watched Banshees of Inisherin and I really don't think I fully appreciated Banshees of Inisherin <laughs> to the highest degree that I could as it was my fourth fatigue. and fifth hour of movie watching. <laughs> yeah. that day. That's a tough um, day. I know. So I really need to I, I, I keep saying this but I have to rewatch it because I feel like I will really like it if I give it a better uh, viewing experience. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, I it I guess I don't know what I was expecting going into uh, Banshees of Inisherin, but it was definitely not what I expected. But still, enjoyable. I I mean, definitely in the top half of the Oscar movies I've seen, I think I have it ranked as my third, maybe fourth favorite Oscar movie. I haven't finalized my ranking, if you can tell. But uh, I, I get. I mean, Sam, what did, what did you hate about Women Talking? Because that is my second favorite Oscar <laughs> Best Picture nominated movie. I, what do you hate about Women Talking? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do I hate about Women um, Talking? Uh, when I <laughs> have to listen to their damn voices? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sounds I, like the yeah, ideal I, movie. I, didn't, I didn't actually hate Women Talking. I just I was overstating for uh, humor's sake. Uh, I love, that. I love that about you. It was funny. <laughs> but it it is my eighth uh, favorite of the ten, and That's it tough. was just kind of like. It was just like I get it, and it was, I feel like it was very philosophical and just kind of. Well, there was nothing really going on. I guess I, I wasn't. I wasn't interested in what the, the. Hey, those women were talking. I just didn't want to listen. And that's fine. Classic. And that's the difference between. That's the difference between me and you because I did want to listen. I, I'm a. I'm a huge dialogue fan. I just love. I just love a bunch oh, of dialogue. People talking don't, to each don't other. Reframe this as me not liking dialogue. You just like women more than me. Sam is like, call me a misogynist, but don't say that I don't like dialogue. Exactly. Um, I, what is it? Whatever Britta Perry says, you know what I'm referencing. <laughs> I know yeah. what you're referencing. I, um, I, I, I mean, I. No one is forcing me to rank these films, but I will because I, I do have my loose ranking of the. Is that the why 80- you rank everything else? Someone's forcing you to rank. Yeah, I yeah. this is why you live. I don't know if someone else is making so, you do this. No, someone usually is forcing me to do it, um, so I've just gotten kind of accustomed to it. Uh, I do have all of these. Nope, I, I do have the first seven that I've seen in my overall ranking of the eighty films that I've seen from twenty twenty two. So uh, I do have a, a loose guess of where these would be ranked. But if I, you know, gun to my head, which there is not, I will say that, uh, you know, unlike usually, I guess, 
let's go let's go from 10 10 to 1 uh 10 is all quiet on the western front hope to never uh think of that movie again uh nine top gun maverick a favorite of my mom so uh hate to break her heart by saying uh to break her heart by saying I did not like it, but she maybe, maybe if I saw the original, I'd like it more. But I I just didn't care. Um, eight, we're gonna have. Oh God, I'll, I'll put Elvis at eight. I'll give Triangle of Sadness the seven. Uh, it, because if Sam and Brendan seem to like it, it must not be as bad as that. That I could put it to eighth. It has. To, it must be a, a top seven movie. And then um, Big Gap. Top seven Maverick. Yeah, yes, thank you. Top, a top seven Maverick movie. Uh, top six. Not, number six. I, I, I know a lot of people loved The Fablemans, but uh, this, I, I, I definitely me. enjoyed it. But I'm You're sorry. Not a, <laughs> I have it as my six. Just missing out of the top half. And then well, five. Maddie is a noted anti-Semite. Just We've got all of the oppressive pod. Accuse each other of these things. Yeah, canonically, yes. <laughs> that is that is. I'll why actually I admit it. it. That's fine. Yeah. Fablemans. Yeah, exactly. That's growth if you admit it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Brendan doesn't want to see Tar. He hates lesbians. I did that's see. Right. That's one of the ones I it's saw. See Tar. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. why Lita doesn't that's want to see just, Tar. My sorry. hatred of lesbians sorry. didn't I mean, stop me what... from watching it. My my fifth favorite movie of these would be Avatar: The Way of Water, which I did really enjoy. With the caveat that I did take a little twenty five minute Were you, like, uh, nap in the middle right of it. it too. Like you, like got. It was you was... fell asleep during it, and you like it more than. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's room for nap in that yeah. one. Listen, the two hours thirty five minutes I saw were great. Okay, with the caveat that I was very hungover that day, and I was seeing it in full IMAX and getting very <laughs> nauseous at, at the, all the moving parts. It was very much like a theme park ride, and I, I, if I didn't close my eyes for a little bit, I was going to throw up in the theater. So I closed my eyes, took a little you snooze. Still for... liked it better than Fableman. <laughs> <laughs> nauseous, took a nap. I like amazing it. movie. I made me movie. literally throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure me being hungover had something to do with that, but yeah, it it was a lot to see in full in full IMAX. It was a lot of movement, and but I still really did like it. It was fun to watch uh, from what I was awake for. Uh, the, maybe Fablemans would have been better if I took a quick 25 minute nap. In the of maybe I, for these three hour movies, sometimes you just have to take a quick nap for during the moments that aren't happen. Are nothing's happening much, um, and then. Uh, my fourth favorite, probably Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, third favorite, we're gonna have Tar, and then two, we have Woman Talking, and one, Everything every, Everywhere All at Once. The the first of these that I saw all the way back in the beginning of the year, and uh, nothing's really topped it. So that I I know there has been some backlash for this movie now now that it's a seemingly very popular, but I I have not faltered on my love for this movie. There's backlash. You know, if something gets too popular, people are always gonna hate oh, it. Oh, like it's like oh, it's not actually that good. No, that's you know, yeah. it, and I feel like, especially as it has become the like peak front runner, like biggest dude on the ranch, whatever. I feel like people are just <laughs> coming for it more and more, right. like because they're mad that it's gonna likely win Best Picture. Many are and, like, calling everything, everywhere, all at once. The big dude biggest on the dude ranch. on the ranch. The big, the big dude on the on the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the alternate title? <laughs> uh, that's the alternate t- title to All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> Um, so that's my ranking uh does anyone else want to share a, a ranking that they have for these best picture nominees sure like and to... based on my perspectives <laughs> yeah i guess that might be more fun than me oh you go You've no I, I, I think it'd be, i think it'd be funny if you did you can all do it you we have time you can both go i mean <laughs> yeah that's, that's <laughs> what we're here for okay. you, yeah give us your top 10 based on vibes Lita. i'm looking i can't find the nominee for best movie 
Why is it not first? For me, or last. Well, for, for Best me, picture. I, it's it's between music and production design. I'm looking at the oh. wiki. Okay. I'm just on Google. Um, it was the first thing that came up when I Googled it. It's just okay. kind of there. Yes, happy to rank on vibes. Um, okay, we're gonna say uh, all quiet is the worst. Great take. Mm-hmm. Heard, yeah, bad vibes. I've heard nothing good. Um, I'm gonna put Avatar ninth because I really didn't like the first one. Also fell asleep, wow. but Joe McMahon woke me up and I was pissed. <laughs> and no, it was I the think... last movie. It, it was the last movie I saw at the Squirrel Hill Theater, which is now closed, and now that wow. has to be like the legacy forever. Um. Hate you know, the Avatar. I, well, yeah. I famously uh, watched the first 10 minutes of the first Avatar and left because I was so bored. But yes. <laughs> yes. the second one held my enjoyment. Um, next, we're going to go top. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is so pissed. I'm not pissed. I, was just, it's, it's a, I just could not. I uh... leaving a theater. <laughs> I did not leave the theater. I left Retrice's house and took well, the. Which I consider the theater. <laughs> and took. Well, he did have a home theater downstairs. And I took the long walk. He also had a Confederate back, flag back downstairs. Well, we don't talk oh. about that. <laughs> yeah, I do talk about it. I, I'm going to bring it to the We've got the Confederate representation on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next is Top Gun. That's number eight. Um, okay, so what Elvis has going for it is that I did see it. Um, <laughs> that gives it a leg up. Oh, that's, that's, a lot of, that's good vibes. <laughs> it, you can confirm that it is a movie. Yeah, however, um, famously... I was super high for the first half of this movie and loved it. And then as soon as the edible wore off, I was like, this is awful. I mean, that might have been a coincidence. Um, Who knows? Yeah, it could have been. Um, so we're we're still going to put Elvis at seven because bad vibes. Did yeah, not sure. like it. He's a bad man. Um, okay, next we're going to put women talking because I'm neutral on that. In this um, kind of ranking, it it could help or it could hurt the movie to have seen it, as you you would are sure. perfectly identifying its yes, vibes based clearly. on the film. I just know that Elvis was not as good as Women Talking. <laughs> <laughs> just know that to be true. Um, next, we're gonna put Triangle of Sadness because it is one of the most mixed movies amongst my friends um, ever. Like Taryn wow. really liked it. Sam liked it, but I saw a lot of gays on Twitter that did not like it. And well, Maddie count me, like count me in with, with them. Call me I a found gay my, on gays Twitter. Like I've, I've found my people. Well, I follow a lot of like movie gays specifically, so I don't know if that's the broader sense in the gay community, but <laughs> it seemed like uh, I saw some tweets disparaging Triangle of Sadness. Um, okay, and we're gonna put. Uh, the Banshees of Sharon because I was not in the right headspace for that. <laughs> Kevin was like, are you sure this is a movie that you want to take an edible for? And I was like, I know it's not going to be like hilarious, but it's not going to be like violent. But hey, it won Best Comedy at the Golden Globes. So it, <laughs> it was not that it must violent. Be a, violent. It must so be funny. a good time. I did not think there would be violence. <laughs> and Just barely. I did not like it. Um, okay, <laughs> next we're going to, did I already say Fableman's? No, I don't believe so. Oh, fuck. I meant to put Fableman's under Banshees. But that's okay. All right, so Fableman's keeping is track four, I think, and, and Banshees is three. I am keeping track. Okay. Um, And then we're going to go Tar, because we love lesbians. Of course. Um, and I'm Brendan, just happy okay, for them, and all of the uh-huh. tweets about Lydia Tar make me laugh. Um, 
And then we're going to put everything everywhere all at once because I didn't even know it was going to be an Oscar movie and I saw it anyway, which never happens. I mean, it is impressive that it was out that long ago, like not even close to Oscar season and still stands the test of time. And it, yeah, and it's probably the favorite to win at this point. So yes. um, good for them. I loved it. Are people mad yeah, that it's like rankings. another Asian movie that's a front runner? I think like oh? that, that could be part so of the wait, backlash. Wait, wait, what? Oh, I what? could see that being a huge part <laughs> of the backlash. I mean, you're the one hey. introducing it as backlash. Well, you said before, and I'm like, I could see people being like, "Oh, first parasite, know this," and then they, uh, you could see people doing that. You're, yeah, because you're you just you presented with that, that as of, if it uh, is your opinion. Yeah, no, I can see people. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have yeah. to have they have to have a war movie every year, of course, for these for these people. It's, it's maybe I would like the war movie uh, and a movie people. about Hollywood, <laughs> like fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I haven't. I mean, maybe they are just. Ten- dis- they could be disguising it, but I've not seen the hatred that oh, another uh, movie with an Asian cast is, mm-hmm. is winning Best Picture. I have not seen that take, but maybe they are just uh, cleverly disguising their their hatred <laughs> by not saying it. By not saying, it. yeah, that's <laughs> pretty clever. Exist, very clever. Definitely not. I'm watching. Uh, yeah, a, a big part of the conversation. Yeah, Brendan's on alert. He he's. I'll let you guys know if I find he, anything. He knows. He knows what's happening. Yeah, I mean, well, you'll be on those uh, forums anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on people, the web. So. And then yeah. you hated Minari, you hated Drive My Car, and now you're hating everything everywhere all at once. You're Unbelievable. Just pissed at these well, I didn't give you my rankings yet. Do you hate well, Okja? I just watched that movie, and I sure did. It's happening. It. You know, based on these vibes, I probably would hate it, too. Yeah, I, I have not seen that movie, but... Um, all right, so uh, who, else wants to, who else wants to give a ranking? I'll do it. Yeah, you, got, right. you have you have a full. This is, and this is coming from the perspective of someone who has seen the movie, so probably oh. less accurate than just going on the vibe. I think that's probably yeah. Correct. We have we haven't we, we haven't heard that take like this before. <laughs> okay, well, what do you want me to do? I'm sorry, you did it first. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go back and unsee the movies. You invited me here. I don't have to be here. <laughs> wow. No, please, please stay. Please. You do have to rank things while you're here. Yeah, at the very least, rank before you leave. <laughs> rank before you stay. Policy. Um, I'll go. I'll do it by uh, like tiers, just to give it some level of nuance. Apparently, I can't just do the exact same thing over again, even though I was just invited to do the exact same thing over again. <laughs> you're really in your head about this. I don't. I don't think I said quite that. You know, I'll go first. You're basically telling me to fuck off. So <laughs> I'll say my my least favorite was obviously everything I wrote all at once. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can go, Sam. Okay, fine. Uh, okay, so <laughs> bottom tier did not like Top Gunner all quite on the Western Front. Both bad Fantastic. for for reasons Matthew said. I truly did not like either of them. And we've discussed uh, all quite on the Western Front's badness. Top Gun for me was so unbelievably overhyped. Every man in my yeah. life was like, "This is the best movie ever. This whips. I can't wait to see it four times in the theaters." This rules. <laughs> yeah, people really love it. Did you see it, it in yeah. theaters? It saved, or where it did you see movies. It? I did not see it in theaters. I saw it a couple weeks ago sitting in my bed. um, And I would say, and I feel like at the time I was like, oh, well, I've never seen Top Gun. So I I mean, I won't really get this movie. And everyone was like, no, you totally can understand it. It's totally for anybody (laughs) to watch, blah, blah, blah. And then finally I watched Top Gun Maverick and every single scene, there's a character who comes on screen and I'm just supposed to know who they are because I'm (laughs) supposed to have already seen the original Top Gun. This movie doesn't... Uh-oh. Did we lose Sam? He got, Sam too heated. got so heated. Or, too close to the truth. Oh. 
Sam's back. It's like you're back. I would say that All Quiet on the Western Front would be a better Best Picture nominee, even or winner than Top Gun, even though Top Gun's like probably a better movie, I guess. Uh, next tier, sort of like fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I have Elvis and Women Talking. Like okay, I actually right. liked Elvis a lot more than I expected to. Um, it was just it was fun, and I thought that. Tom Hanks was doing some funny stuff. And yeah, there were definitely his, some like, fun aspects for sure. Loved his circus minions, um, and I thought that it just—it was just a—it was just fun, you know. Baz Luhrmann, he's going all out. Uh, not that I like want this movie to be best picture, but it was a good time. And then women talking, as discussed, I do not condone women talking um, <laughs> in any form, good, good. <laughs> on, right. on film or otherwise. Indeed. And um, I know Brendan and... hates women talking because it was based on a book. We found out that Brendan famously hates anything yes. that was adapted from a book. It's true. Oh. I mean, you must hate All Quiet on the Western Front then. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, moving on to my next tier, I would say that Avatar and Banshees of Inisherin are similar, even though I feel very differently about the movies. They're at, uh, at the same place in my rankings. I thought that Avatar was super fun and like really moved really quickly for its long running time but oh yeah it's not as good as the movies that are above it and then banshees of inisherin like i said i didn't appreciate as much as i probably could but it was very funny and i enjoyed it moving on this is sort of a tear by itself triangle of sadness really liked the film very funny loved all the parts of it especially the final third is just like really really good and it's mm -hmm. too bad i don't know the name of the actress i think her name's dolly maybe dolly anyway, de leon i believe dolly de leon she awesome. should have been a best supporting actress yeah, um that's and fair. it's too and too you know bad, yeah but... i think the last third is the strongest part but it, it yeah, took you know for i mean it took two-thirds of the movie to get there that is how thirds work but uh <laughs> and you would know and that's, a teacher, but, and that's from a math teacher um <laughs> But I, I, I very much enjoyed all three parts. Uh, no, I, I do you teach Fraxon by showing them Triangle of Sadness? I, I watch, yeah, I show them movies and I, <laughs> and I separate them into thirds. Did you teach them how to calculate the hypotenuse by using a Triangle of Sadness? <laughs> that is what I, that's what I call trigonometry. Yeah, face I, call on it. It, I call it the Triangles of Sadness. <laughs> um, and then my that's top what three. I call trigonometry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I call trigonometry, volume three. <laughs> are the rest i mean i i have it as fableman's number one tar number two every everything everywhere all at once number three but i would be so happy if any of these three won best picture and to, and like very much understand why everything everything all everything everywhere all at once is extremely likely to win and i'm very happy for it and supporting it but uh i i've always heard everyone's always like oh my gosh the academy they love movies about hollywood blah 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 and i was like i knew that as a fact but now that i like seeing the fablemans it just like totally took over my body and i just like i'm obsessed with it and i think i'm just part of the people who really like movies and work in production and love movies about working in movies <laughs> uh and it totally worked on me and so i totally get why these kinds of movies are much beloved by the industry and uh i would be voting for it if i were able to wow i, I think i would like that one I, I'm, I'm excited to see that i'm still gonna watch a lot of times when i don't get to see everything nominated for best picture when you don't Before get to see Oscars. everything everywhere all at once <laughs> yes. nominated for a picture. <laughs> when I don't get to all of them, I just kind of give up once the Oscars happen. I'm like, well, I missed it. But I can go back and watch. I always forget. So, um, Fablemans, I'm going to go once... watch at some point. Avatar, uh, the... it's probably going to be in theaters for another fucking year, so I can see it at some point. <laughs> yeah, you've got plenty of opportunities. Yeah. Never leaving theaters. Yeah, once the Oscars happen, I'm done. I'm done with 2022 movies. It's over. I'm moving on to 2023. 
and watching Scream 6. Who do we think is going to um, be in it? I'm seeing it the day this film, I mean, this podcast airs. Wow. wow. So if you're listening to this podcast the day it's released, just know that Sam is in a theater right now somewhere watching Scream 6 starring Jenna hey, Ortega. So and if you subscribe to my, if you look at my sub stack, you can find out exactly which theater and which time I am going to. Wow. Go oh. meet up with him. Say hello. <laughs> go say hi. <laughs> Say hi. Say you loved his work on the on the Lonely Boys uh, Oscars <laughs> podcast. Um, and then you can either rank the ones you've seen, or you can also rank based on vibes or a combination of. Hey, of well, the don't two. exactly do the exact same thing <laughs> as last person. <laughs> I, I, did I come off that hostile? I really hope you I really did. did. I you really, really hope did. I, did. I, really I felt did. really uncomfortable, honestly, and I, I still sort of do. Um, you had a samurai sword delivered to my house. <laughs> well, that's just a, a, a standard gift. gift for every <laughs> gift. for every three timer. For your lovely you get brick the three wall. timers, three timers club samurai sword. <laughs> uh, so we'll start at four here and work our way up. Um, okay. What's number four? So this is this is a fresh take. Someone who is only I don't know four of the films. I know what's number one. I don't know. I'm going to find out the rest. Okay, of the great, people. great. So glad you're starting at four. Then you're starting at four. Um, <laughs> start with four. what you don't know. I'm going to go with Tar out of the four. Tar wow. is number four. That's why you were hesitant to say it, because everyone knows your hatred of lesbianism is going to uh, yeah, it's true. come up again. Uh, I feel like I, I would watch it again and like it better the second time. I didn't exactly know what I was looking for. I didn't do any I don't do any research on movies before I go see them. I go in totally blind, and maybe that wasn't the best thing to do with this one. I'm not sure if that would have helped or not, but I feel like knowing what I'm supposed to be looking for to find out that Tar is a piece of shit is like a good way to watch a movie maybe a second time. Um, but it was good. I think I liked the last hour quite a bit, but it was that was one of the ones that mm -hmm. kind of dragged for me until it really, really picked up rapid speed at the end there. Uh, otherwise, I'm kind of torn between Banshees and Triangle. I'll, I'll say Banshees number three, but it's it's close between that and Triangle of Sadness. I like them both almost equally. Maybe Triangle of Sadness just a little bit more. Maybe it goes back to that headspace thing we were talking about earlier. Maybe I was just really uh, depressed watching Banshees as well. But it was, it was good. I, I really love the set piece in uh, Banshees. It was just so beautiful to watch them go to that bar and just watch the waves crash in Ireland. It was just <laughs> so awesome. So, so beautiful. I was very jealous of them. Uh, and then, it was beautiful to go to, at the bar? It was awesome. That's like the, one of the most beautiful bars I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, Ireland looks so beautiful that time From of year. From the inside year. of a I bar, mean, the yeah. Bar. So cool. window of the bar. I, this, the, there's I, a scene I, where I, he goes and gets kicked out to go like, oh, I'll go to the shitty seat. And then it's like, like uh, the lux most luxurious thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And then I picture I picture our friendship ending uh, similarly to the way that Banshee's been sharing those. Who's who? What do you think? I think Brendan's Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think so too. I think but I'll I'm going to cut my fingers off and throw them at you before you can get a chance to do it to me. Maddie's not a musician, so he just can't make lists anymore. Uh, he can, yeah, you can play the, the uh, ukulele. I can. You're I trying can. to. Well, I mean, you're trying to make you it ukulele music. BJ Novak launched li.st, the social media platform that was all lists. Ooh, I love it. I love it. Great idea, <laughs> BJ Novak. No. How, how is li.st doing today? I don't know. I haven't been on the website in quite some time. Oh, it can't on. be reached by the, my browser. <laughs> oh, that it is, also cannot be reached by my browser. Well, um, and that leaves everything everywhere all at once at the number one spot. <laughs> wow. It also wow. can't be reached from my browser, in case anyone's wondering. So. <laughs> I can reach just fine. Um, all right. So now that we've uh, all given our opinions, all equally valid opinions, despite you know how many films each of us have seen, um, 
I guess let's 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 do some predictions here. We seem to all be in agreement that everything, everywhere, all at once is probably going to win Best Picture. Mm -hmm. Does anyone have a hot take that something else is going to win? Oh. No. Crickets. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it seems to have a lot of momentum. It just won, like, everything at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. It just um, won everything everywhere all at once. At I, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm going to do that every time. <laughs> I don't think every what's, time, everywhere, all at once. What is least likely to win? I feel like something like, like an Elvis is least Talking. likely. I would be, yeah, I'd be pretty surprised if, if like an Avatar. Won. I heard Avatar was more just, like, pretty and not so much, like, a good movie. I mean, yeah. I'd be shocked if half of these won. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Why do they include so, such, a, I mean, such a big list? Ten, 10 movies for one award. I mean, so that everyone can get a can so that slap everyone that title everywhere on all at once. <laughs> can say that they were nominated for best picture. Yeah, get that get that distinction. Um, I don't know if it's not everything everywhere all at once. Um, what what do you What's think it buzz? would be? Wait, okay, even on the Wikipedia page for the 95th Academy Awards, up in like the top right thing where they have like all of the pertinent information, uh, they under like date and who it's directed and hosted by, they have a highlight thing, and the only thing listed under highlights is most nominations, and it says everything everywhere all at once <laughs> with eleven. It's like okay, we all know no. what's happening here. And there, and there you have it. I I saw a lot of buzz for the Banshees of Inisherin before mm -hmm. before the award season really got up and going. So I I, I wouldn't be shocked, I guess, if Banshees of Inisherin won. But uh, you know, it, as we've said, it's it's everything, everywhere, all at once is to lose. Why does it have to have such an impossibly long name to say? It does. I I, I didn't know how to say it for a long time. I liked it. I'm not laughing at it. I'm laughing. I'm always laughing. With. You're very defensive today. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I don't know what I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> um, well, the next thing that comes up, I have I, I I just have a shaming kink, and so I just am trying to get all of two attacks on me. <laughs> the uh the, the next uh category that comes up for me is the best actor um so we can make a prediction there we we have uh brendan frazier of the whale fame austin oh, yeah. butler and elvis colin farrell in the banshees of Sharon, bill bill nye i believe that's how you pronounce it in <laughs> living film that i've not seen and paul meskel in after sun um i know having just recently won watched the screen actors guild award i know that brendan frazier won for the whale um yeah, people love I, I have that not seen the whale. i haven't seen it either I have skipped it. Yeah, people. people have been I guess, up for a while. I, I've heard the movie itself is pretty terrible, so I have not <laughs> yeah. been. Uh, How does that work? Watch that one you have a bad and, movie, and and like, but he was really good in this awful movie. Like, how, how does yeah, that work? Yeah, that happens. Uh, have you ever heard of Andrea Riseborough and Two Leslie? Have you? None of that. No, I haven't seen it. But that's what <laughs> none of that. No, that. <laughs> I have no idea what Living even is that Bill Bill Nye was starring in. Um. But I well, did Nye recently. Living. <laughs> but I did recently see After Sun, and I think that that was a uh, a Best Picture snub. I was really a big oh, fan okay. of After Sun. I, I'd be happy with Paul Mescal winning, although I I I would imagine that uh, Brendan Fraser is going to win. People yeah, seem to love fun, Brendan Fraser. I think these it's a big days. comeback story. I think that people like that. I think I think different. Oh, who do you think? We'll I think say. Austin Butler is going to win. Oh, he. I mean, I wish he hadn't have dropped the Elvis act so he could come up and and accept the award as Elvis. That was that was a fun thing he was doing for a little while. Oh, was, was he? It? <laughs> I didn't know. He literally was off. doing that for like three months after. Oh my god! The movie. And then he like had a press release when he said he was going to drop. The, he was going to drop the accent. 
Was mm-hmm. it like just like a fun quirky thing he thought it, it, he was doing? I think it's like method acting. It's so annoying. It's like Elvis <laughs> is part of me forever. Yes, yeah, so annoying. How cool um, for me for best actor? I feel as though it's between Alan Farrell and Brendan Fraser. I feel like Austin Butler has the most like talk about his like performance, but I feel like maybe people in the industry are kind of over it like it's kind of like a jokey sort of thing and maybe they're like okay but like who's a real actor who's not like <laughs> making fun of acting or whatever yeah. and i feel like i feel like there is a lot of conversation around brendan fraser but i feel like right around when like i feel like recently there's been more like okay but what about colin farrell he did really good um and i haven't seen the other two uh but i know people love after sun but i you know, so I, know I feel like people so aren't depressing. really aren't really gathering around mm. Paul Mescal as we were in 2020 with uh, <laughs> normal people. Just want, yeah, I just, I just want After Sun to have like no some love at the at the Academy Awards, but uh, I unfortunately don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Brendan, who, who's your prediction for Best Actor? I mean, with all the buzz around Brent Frazier and the, the comeback story, I, I like that. I, I really don't like the Austin Butler thing. I haven't seen Elvis, but I kind of feel like those are the easy roles to play that are just so over the top and you're yet it's so on the nose character wise when you're just playing like a regular old guy like a Colin Farrell idiot I feel like that's more impressive to me um I just I just love a good mm-hmm. moron uh so I'm between Colin Farrell and Brendan Fraser I think I think the Elvis I, I've seen clips it's a little over the top I don't know to be clear I don't think that Austin Butler gave the best performance and, uh, and I understand that, but that's all about for the audience, yeah. yeah. I'm just um, predicting who's going to win because the Oscar loves well, biopics and people that are not right, good yeah. at judging what good acting <laughs> is are able to be like, oh, that is what Elvis sounds right, like. Right. That's acting. A <laughs> right. um, friend of the pod, Colin Stone. Is, uh, more impressive. He's... Wait, what? <laughs> I was going to say friend of the pod, Colin Stone. His fun fact of the day was that the Academy loves uh, yes, biopics but... so much. Okay, hey, but like, was, was this like an interesting thing to say or even notice? I, I, I you know, I, <laughs> I, it is because like last year, all of the best actress nominees were for biopics, and it just has such a like, such a like cheat code to get yeah. an Oscar nom mm-hmm. at this point because you're so much more likely to do it. Um, yeah, I love but, fictional characters. That's you yeah. know, sign me up for some of those. And Colin Farrell gave an amazing performance and like really made it his own, which is a lot more impressive. Right. Um, yeah. But I do think Austin Butler is going to win because people love the commitment. So Lita said exactly what I said, but much better. But then disagreed with me in my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist! What a twist! <laughs> Who knows what Brendan said? Who knows? Uh, next up, uh, best best actress. Uh, Sam's girl Andrea Riseborough in To Leslie. Um, My girl, yeah, the one. The, I have no idea who this woman is, and have not. Seen oh, those the are movie. Those, those, these are the words that Sam said before. Okay, uh, that's Michelle your girl, Will- Michelle Williams. I actually recently watched the film My Girl uh, after remembering it as a child, and it was really, really, really upsetting to me to find out that it was a bad movie after thinking about it for like 20, 20 years. Is that the one that? Uh, is that Be the sad. one with Macaulay Culkin? It is with Macaulay Culkin. That's the one that Luke Ward uh, references in season one, episode nine of The O.C. Famous, famously. <laughs> That's what it's famous for. Obviously, you're not a patron. <laughs> uh, oh, so you're not a patron, I guess. <laughs> Amy Lee Curtis is is within the film. Um, 
So I, I I would say I feel like I was in the middle of naming these uh, <laughs> best actress. Yes, Bam's girl, Andrea Rasper. You, you yeah, called yeah. on me to talk. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Andrea Riseborough <laughs> from Two Leslie, uh, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, Kate Blanchett in Tar, Anna De Armas in Blonde, which in, incredible that Blonde got a, got got anything in the biopics. Iopix, yes, of course. And then Michelle Yeoh and everything everywhere all at once. Um, I mean, Michelle Yeoh seems to be getting a lot of traction here. Oh, I think yeah. she will win. I think Kate Blanchett should win, but uh, I will be happy when Michelle Yeoh does win. Yeah, same. Yeah, she's amazing. Otherwise, obviously, I think, I think that the next runner-up would be Kate Blanchett. But uh, I think Michelle Yeoh's got it in the bag, baby. I don't really know a whole lot. I mean, as I've discussed, uh, I haven't really been a big oscar person for many years this is only the second time i've seen all the movies but i i've been told by my boyfriend who is a big movies oscars person that the oscars don't like love giving people three oscars and it has to be something like really special for them to get a third like acting nomination or i mean win and this would be kate blanchett's third i believe and so i feel like that might be uh like putting her uh in a more difficult spot but i do think that like michelle yo definitely should get her first oscar before kate blanchett gets her third oscar and i feel Mm -hmm. like and michelle yo just is also an amazing amazing performer in this movie uh though like what we've said before i probably would think of kate blanchett over her for the like if i were to just watch these movies completely devoid of like context Mm -hmm. i would probably want kate blanchett to win but i like Michelle Even Yeoh over Andrea Riseborough. My girl, yes. <laughs> and that's, that's saying something. Yeah, um, I mean, even without that, like, third Oscar pump, it, like, Michelle Yeoh has gotten all of the requisites at this point. Yeah, yeah for sure. Right? Um, and, yes, she has. And, yeah, I mean, I guess people are just excited to uh, see her win an Oscar here, so I, I'm, I am also excited. I, I will say... Uh, Anna de Armas was good in Blonde, but boy, was Blonde a, a terrible movie. I don't a know good if, Ariana DeBose impression. If, if anyone, uh, if anyone else on the panel has seen Blonde, but it was a uh, new no. man. That was also another two and a half hour movie that was tough to get through. Yikes. I have not, but and not to be all my boyfriend, but he did watch Blonde over a period of like two weeks in like <laughs> ten minute bursts. <laughs> <Ten minute laughs> that that's probably the ideal way to watch it. I there yeah, was maybe. like no moments in that movie that were not sad. Yeah, it was. Oh my god, it was miserable. It was miserable. <laughs> Sam, I have another question for your boyfriend. What what does what does he say Other? about a certain movie being nominated for a bunch of stuff? Do they not like showering the entire movie with the awards? after being nominated for like is it would it be too much if just everything everywhere all at once just raked it all in oh, i have no I idea mean, but I lord think of they, the rings completely yeah. swept its year it got like 11 the okay. uh, 11 awards wow. and this year the fablemans is doing the same <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should watch those lord of the rings Lita, all of a sudden, Lita couldn't like believe my take is... on the Fablemans and offer right now. <laughs> She's gone. Uh, does anyone have a take on the best international feature film? I have not seen any of these besides All Quiet on the Western Front, so I do not have a take. No, I, my take is that I wanted to see EO, but then never did. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, I, I have no idea about any of these, so we we could do a, a, yeah, a quick skip of that one. Anyone have I any? There's, uh, there's probably like a Bowling for Soup spoof in there somewhere. With the Argentina in 1985. 
Oh, oh but that's yeah, all I okay, really sure. That's the only comment I have on the subject. Yeah, and it was really good. It was a really good. One. <laughs> Thank you for stopping us. Best original song. Uh, I will say that the ones that I do recognize here, the Rihanna one for Black Panther and the Lady Gaga one for uh, Top Gun, both are suck. both not good songs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going oh, to predict here. that. Okay. I'm going to predict that neither of them, for Rihanna to come back after uh, six years of not making music and then uh, give us a lift me shit. up, that was pretty, pretty upsetting. I'm excited to hear these now. Upsetting. I haven't heard them. It's a pretty good prank. <laughs> and boy, Hold My Hand is very present in, in Top Gun. They, they play the, the instrumental version of that song throughout the movie. <laughs> I told this story on Terrence's stream yesterday, but when I was in a gay club in Stockholm over the summer, I was dancing to a Lady Gaga song and the Swedish like gays that I was with, one of them was like, oh, you like Lady Gaga? Let me go request another Lady Gaga song for the next song. And then it was Hold My Hand. <laughs> a, a real banger. That's going to get everyone like, dancing. What the fuck? <laughs> like we were Worst just dancing to Bad Romance and now it's like this. Everyone started slow dancing on the, da- on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's, it's not a cover of the Hootie and Lopez song. Uh, no. <laughs> and sing that song for me, Brendan. How does that one go? Hold my hand. Ah, yes, that one. No, you know. I, I don't. I don't believe so. Also, I don't believe "Applause" by Diane Warren is a cover of the Lady Gaga song. Okay, gotcha. Thanks. If I had to guess, I'm not. I don't anyone know for heard, sure. Anyone heard this? Is and if life? it is a cover, I, I hope that one wins. Original I don't know. song. <laughs> That's true. That's the original cover of a song. That's the original cover. <laughs> of Lady Gaga's applause. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know this as a life, but I do know Mitski, so I will be rooting for her. Does anyone have any insight on what is going to win Best Original Song? I think it's going to be Hold My Hand. The Oscars love Lady Gaga. I guess they so, do. Yeah. That's I mean, true. Sure, give, give Lady Gaga another she's, she's Oscar. Why not? Perform Shallow again, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> she's an Oscar award-winning actress. <laughs> she <laughs> that she is, <laughs> and that that cannot be disputed. Um, <laughs> Best animated feature, we have uh, Turning Red, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, The Sea Beast, and Puss in Boots' The Last Wish. Um, Matt, you I'm are a, a noted Guillermo del Toro hater. You are a hater, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, and, and for that reason, I did not see Pinocchio. <laughs> so is this the same I, Guillermo? And for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. And for that reason, I'm out. Is this a Guillermo? Um, I'm sure this is a good time to ask this on movie podcast where people mm, are going to hate this. Yeah. But is Guillermo, this is the same guy that does Shape of Water, that Guillermo? Different You'd be shocked that to learn it's Guillermo a different del- it's a different Guillermo del Toro. That, it's, I wasn't sure about the Del part. You spilled water into a Pinocchio. <laughs> another great question. Another fantastic. <laughs> and I hope the film explores that. <laughs> if it doesn't, I'm out. Pinocchio. Some synergy between his, his films. <laughs> um, Weren't there I two Pinocchios this year? Um, I don't believe so. I guess there it. were two I Pinocchios. Why do Oh my goodness! <laughs> Which, <laughs> you know what? I don't care what the other Pinocchio is. I'm they, sure. I mean, Pinocchio is in the whatever it's called, like the public, public domain. domain. Yeah. And oh. So it's He's fair game, and everybody probably. was apparently waiting for 2022 to <laughs> jump. <laughs> Everyone had the countdown on their phones when yeah. Pinocchio was going to be available. Well, that's like that Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Oh yeah. my god, yes, that's right. Now that Winnie Pooh's public domain, was get that, ready. Is that <laughs> Winnie Pooh? <laughs> Winnie, Winnie the Boo? A... Winnie the Boo, yeah. As he's affectionately it, known. Remember the Dumbo remake with Colin Farrell? 
I do. I didn't see it. Looks it looks horrifying. I, it, it did, yes. Um, uh, I have seen Turning Red. I, I thought it was... It was all right. It's somewhere in the middle of wow. my list of movies this year. But I really liked Marcel the Shell the Shoes on and Puss in Boots with Marcel the Shell the Shoes on as uh, my second favorite movie of the year. Oh, you came out uh, raving wow. about Puss in Boots. You were so excited that you had seen that. Yeah, and that's that's up there as well, probably, uh, you know, in, in the top 30 or so. I mean, I'm a big fan of the Struggleverse, so I got to go check that out, too. It's really good. It's really good. Um, Marcel the Shell the Shoes on, it was, man, I don't know if if I was just in the right headspace to watch that, but I loved that shell from the moment I laid eyes on yeah. him. I was, I was weeping by the end of the movie. It is so good. I, I was can't skeptical wait to, watch it to turn a YouTube series were you, into a movie. Were you but... familiar with the original viral video prior to the film? Um, I was not until I, you know, did my research. Unlike Brendan, I do tons of research before going into a film. And so by the time I did, by the time I did press play on the uh, theatrical viewing of Marcel the Shell Shoes on, I did uh, know of the uh, the previous uh, short videos that Marcel had started. Oh, I didn't know you didn't know about them. Not until you know recently, but yeah, I loved it. I hope Marcel gets his Oscar. I don't. That'd be awesome. No, I, I, I don't. I mean, usually, you know, the the Pixar movie is is the. Uh, is the shoe, and I don't know if there are. Is turning is red, it, Pixar. Turning red. Uh, is turning red Pixar? Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna predict turning red, even though I haven't heard much buzz about I can it. See but the, my guy Guillermo getting it for like the how, how pretty it looks. Yeah, that's true. Actually, uh, I'll switch my prediction. You, you've talked me out of it. <laughs> All I said <laughs> was the, the guy's name. <laughs> no, yeah, you, <laughs> just hearing his name switched my opinion. I haven't his seen any in the of these movie. movies, despite knowing I would love all of them. Um, but I do feel you like you gotta watch Marcel and you gotta you know, watch Puss. <laughs> uh, I I do know that. I mean, I just feel, I, Brendan's I, lower back tattoo. You gotta watch Puss. <laughs> no, it starts. You gotta watch Marcel the Shell and you gotta watch Puss. It says it all. Um, and both of these are title characters that have things on their feet. <laughs> Like you knew I was gonna laugh at that um, before you even said it. Like this... You should pitch that to whoever's presenting this award. That's good. I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting. I, it's I, not I, so much I, funny. I it's more just interesting. It's just a fun fact. That's a good Colin Stone fact. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fact should... that is stupid. <laughs> you should give that to Colin to send to the group chat tonight at four a.m. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Um, but what I was gonna say is I feel like the only movie in this group that has, like, a narrative with it is Marcel the Shell. Like, I feel like they're the ones who have been actually campaigning. And, like, I feel like I actually hear mm. about this movie in conversations. And I feel like people really liked this one. And so I would hope that they win. Oh, God. I, I love so. Jenny Slate. Yes, from your, from your lips to God's ears. Um, 
God wears shoes too. <laughs> yeah, what kind of shoes does God wear? I mean, that's, been a philosophical, that's a philosophical question that's been debated for years. Yeah. <laughs> I think he wears I... a shoe so <laughs> God could not wear it. <laughs> that's why he a invented Velcro. Velcro. I think God's a shoeless freak. Um, you really think so? I think he's wearing Crocs Got up it. there. Oh, all right, good, he good came move. up with foot fetishes. How do, how do you think he came up with that idea? <laughs> true. Uh, he has it. Um, best supporting actress. We have Angela Bassett in Black Panther. Carrie Con- Condon? Con- Condone? Heard it both ways. From the Banshees of Anna Sharon. Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Shu in Everything Everywhere Ooh. All at Once. Uh, they are not uh, campaigning as, as a pair. I probably should have separated them. But they are both in Everything Everywhere All at Once. They and should then, allow uh, that. <laughs> they should. I agree. <laughs> a ticket. Uh, <laughs> an Oscar ticket. <laughs> and then... Uh, Hong Chow of the whale fame, of course. Um, is Jamie Lee Curtis going to win an Oscar for Everything Everywhere All at Once? I don't know. <laughs> Insane. I mean, I guess I literally rather Jamie die. Lee Curtis. But, I mean, <laughs> if anyone is winning from this movie, it should be Stephanie Shu. Right. You can't, you can't go against Jamie Lee. But I, I Stephanie also... Stephanie Shu should win over Michelle Yeoh? Is that what you're... Really? I'm sorry, okay, what? Who, okay, are you saying that you're saying if anybody from this movie should win? No, no I, I think this I meant, in this I meant in this category. category. No, I, it took me a second. Um, but Thank you I for agree. holding my feet to the fire with that one. Well, you better put shoes on. But I agree. Like if if Jamie Lee Curtis wins this award over Stephanie Shu, insane. That's, li- that's literally the Academy being like. Within this film, Jamie Lee Curtis did a better job acting than <laughs> Stephanie Hsu, which is such a fucking crazy thing for anybody to have said. Like, it, it's, it's hard for me to even consider them on the same level enough that they're both nominated for this award. But if Jamie Lee Curtis wins, I'm going to be so upset. Yeah, Stephanie but she, she, had, she did she so much momentum. in this movie. I, she, I know Jamie Lee Curtis. She, she has momentum. She won the Screen Actors Guild Award. I am assuming she won other awards, although I don't believe I I saw the other award shows. But I know she won the most recent one, so that is fresh in my mind. Mm. Um, but I I would love for for Stephanie Shu to win it. Um, Angela Bassett got getting nominated for uh, for an MCU uh role. That that's that's Pretty never cool. been happened before. I I understand, right? Yeah, Angela I... Bassett did the thing according to an MC. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I mean, she did. She, I mean, you cannot argue that she did do the thing. Um, I am gonna make a pitch that I do think that Angela Bassett has a chance. Oh, I know that there's a general anti-Marvel sentiment sometimes, but I think the Black um, Panthers are kind of they kind of go like cut through that a little bit. My my pitch for Angela Bassett is how embarrassing it was when they moved Chadwick Boseman to. Best, so they moved the best actor category to end the show <laughs> because everybody was so sure that it would be like a big honoring moment for Chadwick Boseman. And then he lost to Anthony Hopkins, who wasn't there and was asleep. Honestly, yeah, honestly, then, up there <laughs> up there for one of the best endings to the Oscars ever. And then everyone <laughs> felt weird and bad. My jaw hit the floor when that supporting happened. actress to the last award of the night, and then Angel <laughs> was this after he he had passed. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis was. <laughs> <Jamie Lee Curtis. laughs> I 
I will always remember that. I was at, Kevin and I were at Sam's house for that. It was like one of the first times we like went to somebody's house post-pandemic. When, we windows watched... all open, windows yeah. all open. <laughs> so we watched the, the Oscars and was just like, wow, that was so weird and awful. It was such an insane ending. They really, they because they had they really just yada yada. They were like, all right, here we are, the big moment, best, best actor. And then it's somehow, that whole ceremony was Hopkins. very strange. That was when, uh, what? What's her name? They Glenn had that. Well, yes, Glenn Close did that dance. Uh, yes. If yes, we recall. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, and I do. I do. Never forget. <laughs> um, it's best supporting actors. I have not seen The Whale, but I do know that Hong Chao apparently slays in this movie as well. Um, <laughs> so another great, great actor good acting in, in The Whale again. Wait, yeah. I never finished my thought. Oh, I think Angela Bassett has a chance because they all feel weird and bad about that, and was like, <laughs> right. oh, okay. let's maybe let's make sure that Angela Bassett wins. Also because she was great in that movie and the second half of that movie is very boring and she really carries it. It's a second half bad movie. Interesting. I, I wanted to see it. Uh, Gagan, did you like that one? I feel like you were okay on it. Yeah, I did. I did. I, uh, you know, I, I'm not raving about it, but yeah. I, I quite in- And I don't like Marvel movies, but I still enjoyed my time watching uh, yeah. Black Panther yeah, I, Wakanda I the Forever. I, it's worth a I watch. I do like Marvel movies and I liked the second one. I just thought that it dragged. I really, I really liked Carrie Condon in uh, the Banshees. She was my favorite character Banshees in the movie. Um, wow! But I could definitely see Stephanie Shu taking it over her. Obviously, I think in a cast everybody. of real likable people. Yeah, <laughs> like them all. Well, so who's your prediction to win? Is is she your Stephanie prediction? Stephanie Shu is my prediction to win. Um, I think Lisa's probably right. I think if anyone would be a close second, it would be Angela Bassett with what she said. I think that makes yeah, to total stay sense. with our. Uh... Stay with our foot motif. I hope that Stephanie Shu is the one that wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke of the episode. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Hot crowd. Sam, who do you think is going to win? Uh, let's see. Who we got? Who we got? Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I actually, Who's this guy? He kind of... I unfortunately do think that Jamie Lee Curtis is going to win. I think she might. I'll be like clawing at my own neck when she's like (laughs) doing her speech, but I do think it's going to happen. I'll predict, I'll predict Angela Bassett. Uh, Just for some, for some optimism, I guess Uh, nothing against Jamie Lee Curtis, big fan of 2003's Freaky Friday, um, but (laughs) a new girl um, sat on a plane and cried. I'm sure I've cried watching. I love Freaky Friday. Love love Knives Out. Love everything, everything everywhere. I love the movie she's in, but uh, it would be absurd if she if she won uh, an award for this one. It just or, goes to show that the Oscars can turn the gaze against anybody. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, live action short film. I have seen none of these and have no opinions on any of them. Uh, same. <laughs> Uh, best hey, director. Oh, right I, oh Brendan, sorry. Did you have? Did you have a? No, I was going to see if anybody wanted an opinion. This. You wanted to sneak in. Is that the one that um about the ostrich world fake? I have no idea. Is that the name of the short film? Because I don't see that list. Yeah, anyway. yeah. The name of one of the films is like an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it is what it's called. Oh, I did see that playing in my. Oh no, it's an animated recently. short. Ah, of course. Right. So we'll, we'll save it for the heated debate when we get to the animated shorts. Okay. Yeah, totally. Um, best director, uh, Martin McDonough of The Banshees of Inisherin, Todd Field, Tar, uh, Ruben Ostlund, Triangle of Sadness, 
Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. Everything, everything, where all at once. I believe they well, are campaigning as a pair. Um, yes. <laughs> Wait, so are they? But who gets that? Like, are they listed as separate? Uh, oh, they, I think they, they have they're both directed it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then uh, Steven Spielberg of the Fableman's fame. Spielberg um, sweep. Wow. <laughs> 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 um, you know, I'll. Uh, I, much, much like everything, ever, goddamn, everything, everywhere, all at once. Sorry, every, sorry. Much like everything else that I've been predicting, everything, everywhere, all at once, probably has this one. I think that the Daniels will win, uh, best director. Uh, they're just plural. The Daniels. I don't just think they're the Daniels. Daniels. So, you think sorry, we'll get a damn course. Daniel joke? Everyone keeps ever since Facebook. Everyone keeps dropping the the. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes, sure. Speaking <laughs> of <laughs> old Oscar ceremony, <laughs> I think Daniels it hard win. to like say in a sentence. Like they should really just be able to be the Daniels. Oh, but absolutely, they're just Daniels, and it's like okay, but we need to have a the there just for flow. I'm a fan of the the. I mean, if I like a the. Yeah, it doesn't make um, it does not work for Facebook, but it does work for the Daniels. Like, but, absolutely, it should it should definitely Daniels. be the Daniels. The Daniels. The Daniels. Um, I mean, in this so, category, I got to vote for my guy, Mark McDonough, with that amazing shot of the bar. Just such a beautiful <laughs> directorial work. You can't get over that bar. So nice. Um, Sam, do you think your guy, uh, Spielberg, will win? No, it'll probably be no article Daniels. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I got to throw it behind my voice, Steve, here. He killed it. <laughs> One of the best movies that has ever existed. I've said it before. Wow. John Dealman, watch your back next time Sight and Sound happens. It'll be Fableman <laughs> sitting in that top spot. Um, but uh, no, I think it'll be Daniels, but I wish it was Steven Spielberg. Fair enough. Uh, Lita, what, what's your prediction for this one? Uh, probably Daniels. I said <laughs> yesterday that if anybody is going to pull off an upset, it will be Steven Spielberg. But um, it's so crazy that it would be the upset. But it'd be right. right. Yeah, if if an underdog director like Steven Spielberg can, am I pronouncing that? Spielberg right? took the mammoths behind the A twenty four. Yeah, these two guys that nobody's ever heard of, and we That's don't even know their last name. known for directing an episode of Nora is Aquafina from Queens. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> It's a huge credit. That's that's known for. That is number one on their IMDb page. <laughs> um, yeah. If Steven Spielberg, the scrappy underdog, can get a, di- a directorial Oscar, and uh, I think he can pull it off. Anything can happen. Anything everywhere all at once can happen. There it is. <laughs> it needed to do it again. Excellent. Um, best documentary feature. I uh, have not seen any of these oh, thank listed. You. So again, uh, Lita famously hates, hates documentaries. documentaries. Wow, interesting. Um, I don't hate documentaries, but I don't feel like any of any documentary is great. Like I, I would never put a documentary in my my like top yeah. thirty movies of the year or anything. Once, once in a while, I'll see one of these pop up, and I'll be like, "Oh, that looks kind of interesting." And I'll never get to it. It's never. Well, I, to it. I work in documentary film, and I. Oh, I'm so sorry, Sam. Okay. I, I, I don't watch them. I, don't, oh. <laughs> I haven't seen this. Uh, I have no interest in them. <laughs> when I'm editing something, I close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch exactly. the, uh, the the George Carlin documentary on HBO Max this year, and I thought that was good. That sounded that great. Probably yeah. my fa- my favorite documentary of the year. All right. I agree. All right, great. Everyone agrees with me. Documentary every year. Last year it was the one about Abercrombie and Fitch. Was it I good? Watched- no, it wasn't good. It was a documentary. <laughs> I watch two documentaries every year, and it's both seasons of Survivor. Oh. 
Um, yeah, I watched, I guess I probably watched a, a decent amount of documentaries this year, but uh, they were all, you know, just documentaries. In the top 30. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, pr- probably all in the bottom 30, uh, besides the George Carlin one, which I did enjoy. Best Supporting Actor. Uh, we have Brendan Gleeson of the Banshees of Inisherin, who is not campaigning with Barry Keegan? Kagan? Kogan? Does it rhyme with my last name? I hope Kagan, so. I would say. Um, he's also in the Banshees of Inisherin, and I then... So. <laughs> Some, I mean... Which one is he? Is he um, the, the orphan guy? Is he... <laughs> yeah, he's the wee orphan boy. Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway, Judd Hirsch, and all eight minutes oh, that he was in the Fablemans for, and then uh, <laughs> Kiwi Kwan in Everything Everywhere all at once. Um, I think Judd Hirsch might take this. But I mean, they, people people love his uh, his cameo in the film, and it, has Wait, has what anyone movie? Who is this? Judd Hirsch it, in the Fablemans. From, from a scrappy young upstart oh. director named Steven Spielberg. I will not okay. allow a uh, Fableman sweep, so I got to throw mine to Brian Tyree Henry. It's not gonna. Sweep. It's gonna. I will. I'm the only it's one that's gonna, gonna stop it. I'm things. the only one that can stop it. I don't know what Causeway is or who. I, I think I recommend that. Causeway was an Apple TV original yeah. that starred no. Jennifer Lawrence uh, and Brian Tyree Henry. It was nice and, and short. The film was not good, but uh, they did release a very nice Jennifer Lawrence profile in the magazine that got her a lot of good press in the lead up to the movie. That made me interested in seeing the movie, and I did eventually watch it. And Brian Tyree Henry is definitely the best part of the movie. Great. Yeah. I mean, I do like Brian Tyree Henry. I am. I am. Do a I fan know of him his. from? Um, Atlanta? Atlanta. That's what I know him from, mm. mainly. And then he's had like small roles in a bunch of other movies that he's I've good. seen. Nothing that is coming to my mind, but I do like him. I would put this um, movie for me, even if not, not the movie we're talking about, the actors. But I like that Causeway better than uh, maybe it would be like my second favorite movie of of the, the best pictures. <laughs> I can't believe you've watched this movie and not. It's a weird one. Movies. I think it was it was really easy to watch. It was just so. Nice you know, if you have that Apple TV account, you got to put it to use. You got to do it. I do um, have access to Matt's mom's Apple TV account, but I haven't been able to log in because I have an Apple TV, and so it just think it's like okay, well, log into your account. You fraud. The worst. Yeah, they're like <laughs> your email is Sam. 4180 at gmail.com. know so you. Use that. Well, that, 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 that is a shame. Um, <laughs> Sam, do you think uh, your guy Judd Hirsch will win? Let's see. I, I mean, I do kind of think that. I mean, I would love it if Kehui Kwan Me too. won. Like, I thought he was amazing in this movie. And yeah. uh, I, I feel like the Oscars really love a story like this where he went That's away true, from yeah. acting. He, like, was in these classics as a kid and is now back. Like, I feel like they would love... And I feel like since he's in this movie that everybody loves, I feel like he could definitely win. Uh, and I would love that for him. So I'm predicting him over Judd Hirsch, even though I feel like Judd Hirsch has a, has a good narrative around him, too. I feel like people would appreci- appreciate the longer... He's Kehui Khan is really in this movie a lot. Like oh, yeah. he's Mo- much more like, than eight minutes. I'd say you would even you would even be able to put him in for best actor. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, but he was he's really great. So I, I'm now, I'm he's got a great him. voice. Judd he does. Judd Hirsch was also in the uh, show Numbers, a favorite of a uh, friend of the pod, Colin Stone, a show that uh, I dislike. Just a little <laughs> fun a fact about Judd, Judd Hirsch. So many <laughs> shout-outs. Just tonight. want to get Colin Stone <laughs> as much uh, airtime as possible on this episode. Why are we talking about Colin Stone? Uh, I've been watching a lot of Letter Crumb King lately. himself, David Crumholtz, right? <laughs> Uh, sorry, my laughter. I didn't. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I didn't hear what Brendan said because I, I was referencing David Crumholtz. Sorry. <laughs> oh, was, oh, uh, what Brendan... I said was not important. 
<laughs> okay, I'm glad we're all having really good discussions <laughs> with ourselves. It's just three of us talking to ourselves and Lita eating mac and cheese. That's, that's no. Still eating it? No. One macaroni at a time? Continuously eating mac and cheese for a full hour. I thought that's what you'd be doing. Oh, another noodle down. Who do you guys think will really win best supporting actor? Really solid impression. Um, yeah, I think everything everywhere. He's got all the buzz and the requisites and stuff. He was right. so good. Brandon? I'm sick with my guy Brian Tyree. Henry. Uh, just because you've seen that movie. Because I've seen it and I just Actually, watched New Orleans this past year. That's where it was. And I also say New Orleans funny apparently. Well, you don't, have to do. you don't have to rub it in my face that I wasn't invited to that bachelor party, <laughs> but all right. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. Uh, Brendan, your least favorite category as punishment for that uh, oh, best adapted no. screenplay. You, of course, oh, hate oh my god, <laughs> anything that was adapted from anything else. Top of America was living... a fucking book, anything everywhere, all at else. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> we, we have Living, Top Gun Maverick, Women Talking, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, and All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, Boy, I have not given much thought about what's going to win this. Uh, <laughs> what the hell did Top Gun have been a real thinker. adapted I from? Guess, I mean, I guess All Quiet on the Western Front this might win so this. This is so insane. No, this is hor- This is This, ta- this uh, category is terrible. The Glass this, Onion I mean, thing is like it's it's based on characters <laughs> created by Johnson in the film's ni- film Knives Out. That just means it's a sequel. Like, right, yeah, no, I, I, I really don't like that they apparently include sequels as adapted screenplays. Uh, sequels can uh, only be an adapted screenplay. Oh, that's why category. Top Gun's here too? Yes. yes. That's that's yeah. annoying to me. So it's on I the guess... film Top Gun. <laughs> it's like, no. Yeah, I know. It's because it's, it's a sequel, yeah. <laughs> like, to me, this is an original. <laughs> Those are original screenplays, but... Um, I, I don't control this, I guess. I am not I'm not a part of the Academy, unfortunately. But um I don't know. What what do you guys think is gonna win this? Can you imagine if Grown Ups Two was nominated for this back in the day? I think I think there were talks about it. I think it had Oscar buzz, but unfortunately <laughs> it just it fell just short when push came to shove. Uh I guess I'll give it to Living because I've never seen it. Never heard of it before. Never heard so of it's it gotta before. be living. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, go I, on. We, you, I, uh, uh, maybe since this is Glass Onion's only nomination, it might win. Who knows? Did Knives Out win Best Adapted Screenplay? Well, the characters know. hadn't been created yet. <laughs> sorry, sorry, did Knives Out win Best Original Screenplay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And only one of the category, uh, only one of the category. God damn it, I can't talk. Only one of the characters was already created. Uh, the, the rest of the cast was entirely new. Right. So this is absurd. <laughs> I, I, you know, I could see it getting that that uh, that uh, award as well, just because it has the notoriety of Knives Out. Listen, I would love that. I loved Glass Onion, Knives Out. I liked it a lot too. Top ten film this year for me. I don't know if I'm not part of the, in particular, but I I'm it. not part of the. Well, yeah, I'm not part of the detractors who came out of the woodwork when this film went on Netflix to say that uh, they're not even going to acknowledge it as a movie because uh, Knives Out was uh, 50 times better. Uh, that that is, I, I think they stack up very well with each other. I, I think people are ready to probably, hate that movie before they watched it. Coming in hot with the information that it was nominated for Best Original Screenplay at the original Knives Out, but it lost to Parasite. Sorry, Brendan, oh. for bringing up an Asian oh, okay. lead movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, His other least favorite type of movie. 
though, I, I mean, I would love if that uh, if Glass Onion won, but uh, we do know that the Academy does seem to like war films. So I, I, if All Quiet on the Western Front is going to win something, mm-hmm. maybe it'll be this. Um, yeah, I think that because also like it's Hemingway. I don't think it is. What? I don't think Hemingway wrote All Quiet on the Western Front. Isn't All Quiet on the Western Front a German novel? Uh, I think so. Not to well actually you live on the pod, but I don't. Hemingway. (laughs) I don't know who. Oh, I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Farewell to Arms. Oh, okay. Yeah, Uh, because I I was as well. Farewell to Armas. (laughs) I was just on the Wikipedia page for All Quiet on the Western Front yesterday, as I was. Like Farewell uh, to Army Hammer. <laughs> that is what that is what Hollywood said to him after that is after what... he became a disgraced cannibal. <laughs> that is what Hemingway said to him. <laughs> so... Um okay. Well, I still think all quiet on the western front. All right. Um Yeah, that that's that's my official prediction as well. Uh So, what what haven't we talked about? Best uh best documentary short subject. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen any of these either. And the, I was going to go see the best animated shorts, uh, but then I was too late and I didn't go. Oh, don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> I hate that. Best original screenplay. Here we go. Brendan, you're back in the conversation. Right, these are back. your favorite kinds of movies. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Banshees of Inisherin, Triangle of Sadness, The Fablemans. You have not seen The Fablemans. Oh, have you seen and, all and... of these? If you've only seen four Best Picture nominees, <laughs> and they're all Best Picture all nominees. <laughs> it is pretty much just Uh-oh. the Best Picture nominees that Brendan has seen, plus The Fablemans. It's got as much as I could really have. Um, <laughs> like, what makes it? What's different about this for me? It's it's hard. Like, if I'm gonna vote for one of them being best picture, then how do I size up which one's best original screenplay? Like, the, what's the what's the award here? I'm, I'm having trouble figuring out the assignment. What's well, the award for the best original screenplay? <laughs> yeah, right. I but mean, describe it. This is for well, specifically. Well, if you have the best screenplay, you win this award. But if, this, if it's the best screenplay, would it be the best movie? Picture is, the picture, the best oh, picture is everything something involved. Could have, something could have really good dialogue, but the actors are bad or the right. direction is bad, so it doesn't get nominated for best picture. But it could have the best script. Like I liked everything everywhere all at once better than Banshees of Inisherin. But I think Banshees of Inisherin had a better script. At okay. Brendan, do you understand now? Yeah, but I'm, I have trouble like separating those things in my mind when I'm watching a movie. I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm like, well, this is good. That's, that's, well, that's yeah, my well, brain. That, it's because famously you're stupid. <laughs> I'm the Colin Farrell of, of the podcast. Famously. Pod. Brendan, you should have just said for every single thing we talked about, hey, this was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. It's rather good, even. Rather good, yeah. Rather good. Um, I think Everything Everywhere All at Once will also win this. I mean, that's yeah, right. really yeah. good on that one. <laughs> no, right, no objections, Your Honor. <laughs> I will yeah. take everyone's silence as tacit agreement, and we will, <laughs> and we will move on. Um, visual effects. I mean, I, I, have, I have nothing to say about this. I, maybe. I mean, I'm sure this is uh, this is where maybe uh, a Black Panther or a Top Gun Maverick can. Uh, oh, guys, oh, yeah, Avatar, Avatar has to yeah, win this. Yeah, Avatar, I did not, I, that's what it's all obviously about. Avatar. It's Avatar. I listen. I stopped reading after the first two, <laughs> and then <laughs> and decided to start talking, which was not a good idea on my part. So I will and I will acknowledge you and that all now. the women. <laughs> I will I will acknowledge and apologize for it. <laughs> Avatar: The Way of Water, obviously. Uh, best animated short film um, based on none of these movies that you have seen, Sam. But at least wanted to see. Do you, do you have any? Do you have any? <laughs> um, <laughs> Which one did you I, want to see? I most? remember that 
my year of dicks made honestly uh, some great titles Rizal, here Rizal yeah Mad. that's wow. why i was asking <laughs> And so I I think that we could we could go with that because it wow. made Rizal Med laugh. Oh yeah, here, here's that ostrich movie. I like the boy, the mole, yeah. the fox, and the horse because that kind of covers everything that really pertains to me personally. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's do it. The four of us: the boy, the mole, the fox, <laughs> and the horse. <laughs> Brendan, you do it. Okay, um, Matthew, you're the boy. You're the shortest. Yeah, um, right. Objectively the... not true. Bulls and foxes are shorter than boys, but go on. Also, Lita is also Lita is shorter than me. No, no, no. You remind me of such a young little boy. Every time I see you, I feel like I still see like the first grade version of you, uh, in, a, in a cute way. Okay, interesting. Um, thing to anyone have you. a anyone have a big mole out of the three? Th- th- I feel comfortable uh, talking about it live on the pod. <laughs> I I know I have one, but I want to know if everyone else has a bigger one than I do. Well, then it sounds like you might be. All the right, mole. I'll be the mole. <laughs> he is Das Mole. It's Brendan. <laughs> Mm. And you know what? I mean, Sam is a great runner, so I think he's got the horse, and then uh, Lita will be the fox. I mean, uh, Sam is famously the fox in our group chat, so I almost. Oh, <laughs> that is true. I almost feel like he defaults into the All fox, right, but this is Reverse. not my sorting. This is Brendan. This is, is no, this is not my sorting. This is Brendan's. That, well, that's fine. You heard it all. That's that's everything. <laughs> all right, great. So um, I'll give my I, vote to well, to an, an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. The original. Uh, ver- where the source of the word goat in Survivor fandom comes from is a post, the goat, the bunny, the rabbit, and the bear, or whatever, or the fox and the bear. And this could be a new sorting thing, you know, for Survivor <laughs> people. The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. But the way you figure out who the mole is is always by who has the biggest mole of the group. Usually. No, the way you figure out who the mole is is every round you take a quiz on who you think the mole is. The and Anderson the person Cooper who gives the least <laughs> correct answers goes home. Okay. I have I have heard that. Um, it's original score. Um, uh, I'd say forty five points. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> really good. That's really good. Well, nothing's gonna top that. <laughs> that's a that's Shall a, that's a runner up. That's a runner up from Joe the episode. Um, I feel like we've talked about all the, all the main categories I want to talk about. Is there is there anything else that I've missed that anyone wants to discuss? Your silence is <laughs> deafening. <laughs> I would say, uh, yeah, n- nothing. Else. Oh, just the technical stuff, which is great in its own right. And uh, congratulations to Avatar: The Way of Water for winning uh, a lot of those, probably. <laughs> but I remember uh, liking the score to <laughs> Shape of Water back in the day. But it's like, does <laughs> just Avatar have back. makeup? <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what Avatar. I mean, I was Avatar. I mean, I. Avatar seems to just be animation to me. I don't. I don't know. Hey, Apparently, you guys was... aren't big production design heads. No, no. not really. Unfortunately, I, mean, I, I don't. Still, don't really understand what a screenplay is. So I, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm really rooting. I'm really rooting for Bardo: False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths for Best Cinematography. Hope, hoping <laughs> that 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 pulls out the upset there. Um, you know, let's give John let's give John Williams another Oscar for sure. best original score for the Fablemans. I I know apparently it's very hard to get three Oscars, but I think John Williams has about like twenty five. So <laughs> I guess w- once you get to three, it must be easy to start racking them up. They just give it to you every year. <laughs> yeah. I give it to you every get, bowl. We could get John Williams another another Oscar. Uh, let's start that's, the campaign. That's, uh, I I I just might. Um, that's all I have. Let's. I mean, me with a good uh, time. We can get out of here very easily with a Ligori-approved episode. I don't. I mean, you don't, you don't want to act out a scene. Honestly, 
I don't have a <laughs> Do we want to act I, I, <laughs> like the Chris Rock slap? <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking about it from any movie, but yeah, that works too. I had, oh, I had a G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> oh, wow. that's pretty good. Do you remember when Flash entered the Speed Force? <laughs> Who could forget? We're it was also the most cheerworthy about... moment of the year. <laughs> oh, we didn't predict what the most cheerworthy moment of, of this year would be. <laughs> I think oh. I think we gotta gotta give that one to another MCU movie, probably. Or I guess Flash is an MCU, but they're all the same to me. What was, <laughs> anyway. the, what was the movie that like a bunch of people really wanted to be the cheerleader movie? Johnny Depp movie. Oh, oh. oh, well, those Depp heads are crazy, yeah. Now, what's, yes. the, what's the criteria for cheerworthy? It's kind of like the bad movies that has a big annoying <laughs> oh, fan base surrounding them okay. that we yeah, like, you just don't want to give a real want... award to, but we want them to shut up. But they cheer. Okay. Yeah, we, 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 we just want to throw them a bone. the Oscars. Yeah. So they can gotcha, really become gotcha. invested over what the most cheerworthy moment is. Um, I would have to say it was Flash during the Speed Force. Have you been in a movie where they've actively cheered at something? In a I've never been, never been in a, in a movie, movie myself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Leah in a movie. <laughs> For uh, as far as my movie theater experience, as far as this year, nothing will get over my shock and awe at the fact that uh, "Don't Worry, Darling" received applause. That's at the crazy. End. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Harry Styles heads really showed out for my for the showing. I was amazed that. when we saw worry, Scream Five and it got a big round of applause last year. Yeah, yeah, that also that also got uh, some good applause. Um, I I did just I did watch Ant Man last week uh, a week prior to this podcast releasing. In case anybody cares about me at all, um, and. <laughs> I was in the theater with many, many people who were very into the movie, and it only made it all the more clear how much I hated the movie. <laughs> so oh, wow. I, I was with a lot of people who yeah. loved it. Maddie, I was just thinking today, is Ant-Man 3 the candidate for breaking the uh, the Gagan principle? Of uh, movie, Paul Rudd's Paul never Rudd been in, in It might be, yeah. and I, I probably will never see it to confirm, but I, based on everything that I've heard about it, Paul Rudd may have been in his... Based on everything, everywhere, all at once, I've heard about it. I think Paul Rudd may have recently really? been in his first bad movie. It is genuinely awful. Like it is a terrible, unbelievably Listen, bad film. Wow, I haven't if seen Brendan any. If Frazier can't make The Whale a watchable movie, then I don't. Paul Rudd, unfortunately, can't make uh, Ant Man three a watchable movie. Although I'm sure he was fantastic in it. <laughs> but like I, Matt, I would say if you kind of should see it, just because you do love Paul Rudd, like. Maybe you don't watch it parts. now that it's in theaters, but like if you've no, seen yeah. every single other Paul Rudd film, I would invite you to if see it. I've, I've never seen uh, The Catcher no. Was a Spy starring Paul Rudd. No, Paul Rudd was in like five movies in 2020, and I'd heard of like one of them. So there, there's definitely uh, it's not the, <laughs> the armor. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely not the most um, knowledge-based take since there are quite a few Paul Rudd movies that I have mm. not seen, but it is a take that I'm willing to stand by until I see Ant-Man 3 and have to uh, completely uh, disavow what I've been saying. Um, oh, is the take that he, he's never been in a bad movie, not the you that see that, that used No, yeah, that used to be my, my take, that Paul Rudd has uh, never been in a bad movie. He broke you recently with Ant Man three. I get it. Yeah, but I mean, I thought I thought you would he would have broken you with uh, Ant Man two. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> or uh, what? Is Captain America: Civil War didn't break that principle. Listen. The, this, 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 was the, this was something that was made before the Paul Rudd in the MCU era. So when he started mm -hmm. being in all those movies, it kind of 
you know, it, it, it's tough because I I, I, I don't see these MCU movies and I don't particularly like many MCU movies, but I'm sure I would like Ant-Man since uh, Paul Rudd is, is uh, starring in it and I'm a big Paul Rudd guy, but um, that's that's for uh, that's for next year's Oscars when Paul Rudd wins Best Actor for his work in Ant-Man 3. Quantumania. Um, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, whatever that last word was. I can't wait to see it. Quantumania, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I think this has been very insightful. I think so, too. Let's keep Liguori happy with a short episode. Although I'm sure he'll be pissed that it's an episode about movies, which he famously hates, but we can't keep him happy all the time. Um, Paul Rudd was was in an episode of Impractical Jokers. That I have long fallen off of Impractical Jokers (laughs) because... uh, God, it really is the same thing every episode, but it is funny. I I, I will give those jokesters that. <laughs> those uh, jokesters. Matt, guess how many episodes of Impractical Jokers there have been? I'm going oh, to wow. say in the three hundred. One hundred sixty-eight. I'm going. I'm taking the over. Matt, why doesn't everybody guess? And we will will award to the most uh, close. Price is right without, rules without going over. Not Price is right rules. Wow. That is bullshit, and I don't care about going over. <laughs> um. Then I'll okay. say two hundred eighty-five. 11 11 good guess good guess <laughs> um guess. brendan is definitely the closest it's the uh, it's 235 plus 40 specials so Whoa. brendan was about 10 specials. off <laughs> all the wow. specials count they, they count. He, brendan was either 10 off or 50 off either way he was close how many seasons to 11 Oh, I thought oh, you said 11. I also heard 11. You must have gone. No, yeah, that's why I like, then... mockingly said good guess. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand Sam... why you guys were being so cruel. <laughs> Sam but... clarified he was like, 11? And you were like, no, yeah. No, I said, I said 211. I thought it was a funny joke either, right? No, it was just a genuine guess. And then I'm you just doing everything laugh. I can to I thought you were... podcast over two hours. I thought you were counting how many noodles were left in your mac and cheese bowl. <laughs> you guys hate women talking. <laughs> no, no, that's just Sam. Um, <laughs> I don't hate many... women talking in the movie. I hate women talking. <laughs> it's the, con- the concept. Yeah. They can talk in movies all they want. Um, I said 211, and I believe I was the closest. You unless were. you count all those. No, you, you were, count- were you well, are counting the specials. <laughs> That's a point of contention. He said How many seasons are How many seasons is that of Impractical Jokers? Uh, 10 plus 40 specials. <laughs> when you, specials when are a season the, now, too. When was the original air date of Impractical Jokers? And this is a, a, a recurring segment, Impractical Jokers <laughs> Corner. I'm curious. Uh, it, the first episode aired on December 15th, 2011. These are the things that come into my wild the mind. Losing it's why, Joker it's why I'm on Wikipedia was, so often. You're so Ow. twisted. I feel, I wonder uh, if some crazy maniac out there is keeping score of who has the most losses in Impractical Jokers. Wikipedia just, is. Uh, Wikipedia oh, has it for every okay. single episode. Well, there's your crazy <laughs> maniac, Mr. Wikipedia himself. Um, <laughs> Sam, I know you're trying to stretch this out as long as possible, but <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, let's let's get into some let's get into some plugs. First of all, Lita and Sam, thank you so much thank for you, coming you. back on the podcast for an off-season podcast, no less. You know. Uh, couldn't have asked for two finer guests to, to discuss and predict yeah, they were the fine. Oscars. Uh, no, they, they were great, Brendan. What oh, do you, okay. What do you mean? Um, Lita, do you have anything you'd like to plug at this hour? Um, yes, I would like to plug the fact that I am running for public office currently. <laughs> this is where you're going to get your big donors, baby. Which is really funny. A lonely boy's bump. <laughs> yeah, um, I am running for city council, so please follow Ooh. me. Um, 
on Twitter at Lita for PGH and at Lita tweeted. My private account is public briefly. Um, and Lita for PGH on Instagram and Lita Grammed. And my website is LitaBroman.com. Hey. And follow her around to do some door knocking out there. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, just uh, follow her and help her. Literally follow me. That she's, knocking, that she's knocking on. Just follow her around all day. Yeah, yeah, go go up to the house that she was just at and go, are you sure? Are you sure? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Brandon always <laughs> replies to my door knocking selfies thinking that it will get him out of donating to me. Who, who always not. replies? I do. It's like, oh, I wish I could come. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, he's um, like, oh, if I was there, I would help you. Sounds fun. I, Great. I, well, I, you're I, there, I love, so you could help me. Next time, Lita, you'll post something that'll be like, if anybody wants to come door knocking, I'll be like, without me? Quite like with the bleeding eyes emoji. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam, what would you like to plug? Oh my gosh, I have so many things to plug. <laughs> wow. um, first of all, I just want to say thanks for having me. I wasn't sure before this episode if it would count for my third time on The Lonely Boys. Well, so you, you have three and a special. Uh, We've no, <laughs> two, two in a special now. Okay. We, we've um, it, we've established uh, since Nicole became the first member of the uh, Two Timers Club that off-season podcasts do count. They do. Although uh, I will say that uh, paywalled episodes on the Patreon, I'm not going to count them. Wow. That's that's the Sandy that's Boys. Where, that's different. Okay. So that's, that's where great. I draw the line. Is a different show. Great. Well, I'm thrilled to have made up for my. I think I missed. An, I think I missed season one of Lonely Boys, yes. uh, and so I'm happy to have. Rectified, and I'm I'm even with the number of seasons now, which feels good. Uh, but uh, you can follow my, me at Sam Stanish everywhere. But I do podcasts about Survivor at Better Drawers Pod. We just had uh, Evie Jagoda come on to talk about the premiere of Survivor 44, um, and that was really fun. I do a podcast with my boyfriend. Ugh, third time mentioning him, uh, he's gonna show up. Um, Get your bingo boards ready every time Sam mentions his boyfriend. <laughs> you well, fill in a different square. I feel like at a certain point, Mike should just be. I just say Kevin. Now that you're in the three timers club, I think you can just say Mike. Yeah, mm, I think that would help me feel less shame for for saying. <laughs> um, I uh, yeah. So Mike, but then it doesn't really work in the in the plug section because it's called Buffy Boyfriends. We are watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's Brendan fine. and Matt were on recently. Uh, he's Mike's never seen it. Or my boyfriend's never seen it, uh, and I love it so much. And so we're w- running through that. We're at the start of season two right now. Uh, I just started a newsletter called "Do You Want to Hang Out?" and it's me posting about all the events and stuff that I'm going to the in the oh. coming week uh, to see if anybody who wants to come see it. And it's just kind of like these are the things that are interesting to That's me. Fine. Like come hang out and see me. Um, and then it's also kind of like. If you send me a free ticket to your event, I'll go and write about it and give you publicity. Cool. Uh, Where do you find that? Gonna... On Twitter, I guess? Oh, Substack. Yeah, it's uh, do you want to hang out.substack.com. Thank you, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's everything. Oh, and if you're in the New- Brooklyn area and you like Survivor, I produce Gabe Brigada's watch parties every single week at Crystal Lake. Uh, and it's been really, really fun. You know what? Wonderful. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll show up to that during my spring break week, where I won't have to wake up early on on Thursday the next day. What day would that be? April fifth. Oh, I'll be there. All right. right. Wow. Mark it down on the calendars, baby. Um, well, speaking of April fifth, the weekend right before that, uh, 
Eric and Roan will be in town with their uh, slur boyfriends <laughs> if, if you want to come see them. Ooh, I would love to. Um, hopefully the, the invite is still on the table when that weekend arrives. Um, Probably not. Uh, and then, what are you plugging? Well, before I plug, I do have to ask Sam, because you guys reminded me about the bingo board. I don't know if I'm, I was ever made clear. Maybe other people realize this, and I just don't. The bingo board for each season, is this for mm-hmm. real listeners of the season that it's made for, or is this for going forward with the season that comes after you make it? It's for the season that it is for. Like, okay, if so you, it's you, four listen, to, you, you listen to an episode of season three of Lonely Boys, and you cross things off as you guys discuss them because you're pretty much discussing the same things on every single episode. Okay, gotcha. I wasn't sure if it was like, oh, this happened a lot last season. Let's see if it, the trends continue for mm. next season. No, it's for future listeners. I just yeah. assume okay, people cool. are going to go back and listen to the archive. I, I, that's what I mean. I, I, mean, I love that you have such faith in our re-listening ship. Well, we're, I mean, we're always getting new listeners, too. We so are, maybe they come true. across the bingo board, they see it, and then when they're listening for the first time, they, they know what to expect. They know that, you know, at, at some point, uh, I can't think of any of the bingo spaces right now, but, you know. Uh, someone says at, Baldwin. Someone will say Baldwin on we any will. on any episode of the podcast. It took a while for us to get to it on this one, but thank God it happened. <laughs> Unfortunately, none of the Baldwins true. nominated for anything this year. No. Uh, they're really, close. I'm sure they're close. <laughs> I'm sure, they were, I'm sure they were close. <laughs> they just I'm it. sure they were right on the cusp. Um, well, I don't think we really got we... to a lot of the bingo spaces um, this episode. Yeah. Not really talking about Michelle not, Trachtenberg's not other projects. <laughs> Unfortunately, we did not uh, talk about Harriet the Spy. Although, although should there be a team name, Michelle Trachtenberg's other projects. <laughs> although we did, we were trying to come up with uh, with drag names for a future friend of the pod uh harry the other night and beth did come up with harriet the guy which i uh i did like <laughs> that is good. um Wait. if only he would have actually gotten to perform but unfortunately maybe next time uh that's a very good name um it was really I, good i was really a fan of it i'm excited for him to be on the pod i do th- even though we this is not brendan enemy month but we're kind of brendan fraser enemy month on the pod <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, speaking of Brendan's enemies, Harry was a big time enemy. Of oh, is that Brendan Harry? Oh, oh okay, yeah. Day, so. I'm yeah, so excited for this Lonely Boys lore. Huge enemy. Yeah, we became friendly. Well, yeah, I guess we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. You'll hear it. We'll bring oh, up. We'll bring it up. Pulling it out over several. God, episodes. I'm really I'm so trying excited. to keep this under two hours. I can't believe this. Place. <laughs> I'm doing my best, baby. <laughs> You're doing great, Sam. Sam, just a natural interviewer, able to get things out of people at the very last second. Brendan, the podcast is for years. I know how to host. <laughs> Brendan. Plug something. <laughs> please, Brendan. <laughs> Sam, say please. And then, please I mean, you, if, you, if please. you want me to say please, I'm not going to because that'll make it go longer. Uh, it's that time of year where I plug Malt Men as every damn Ooh. week. Uh, <laughs> famous guest Matthew is all over that thing in place of Lita Brillman. Uh, she had a chance and she, she blew it, just she like Kelly Clarkson once said. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> she's, she's not there. Uh, we had a lot of fun talking about drinks such as Capri Sun, Sam's favorite drink, Polar Seltzer. A lot, a lot of, a lot of great things in Gagan's episode. Uh, by this point, this is coming out this week. Uh, we yes. will have a couple episodes out there. There's gonna be five episodes released in the month of March. What, uh, what a unbelievable. month! Unbelievable. And you know what, Brendan? That's how much you guys release like the rest of the year. So March is a very busy. <laughs> yeah, month I know it really guys. is. It's like you know, it's very sparse for a while, and then March comes, and you get the year's worth of episodes in one month. 
it's 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 a lot of fun. So check that out. You can check us out also with the Sandy Boys on Patreon.com where we cover the OC just like we do for Lonely Boys. That's at patreon.com slash the Hoppy Boys Pod. You can buy all the episodes not for three episodes three dollars an episode, it's for three dollars total. You can you know what, don't even subscribe until we've covered the whole series. Just pay three bucks and listen to it all in like a day. <laughs> Great, great, it's great, great, great marketing. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Yeah. Uh, don't subscribe now. Subscribe in six years. Yeah. <laughs> it's no wonder we've made so much money for this podcast. True. Uh, is there anything oh. else? I think there's something else that was fun. Oh, we have we have a store. We have a t-shirt store. Oh, that's that's right. How could we forget? I don't even know what the website offhand, but if you if you, if you go to the uh, the Hobby Boys Instagram, and there's, your there's a plugging link. is insane. It's amazing. It's off the wall. Great job. I think I'm losing money by plugging everything. Um, yep, we just lost another patron. <laughs> like, oh shit! I shouldn't subscribe. I'll wait six years. I'll uh, I'll say go to the Instagram. It's on the link tree. It's probably the top one. So go to the Happy Boys Pod on Instagram and go buy some shirts. They're designed by Fiance the Pod and Mel. Mel got served. Does a great job designing some awesome shirts for for Lonely Boys and Nicole does the ones for the Happy Boys. So check those out. Good job to both of them. Good job to everyone involved. Yeah. Um, as for me, you know, nothing much. I I watch Saved by the Bell reboot, obviously. Uh, watch Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Obviously, hopefully both of them win Oscars. Uh, Saved by the Bell reboot, unfortunately not nominated for anything, but um, and it has then... to win most cheerable moment or whatever. <laughs> yeah, most cheerable, <laughs> moment. most cheerworthy moment. <laughs> hopefully, um, and then. You know, none of the recent Best Picture nominees that I watched I would recommend, but uh, about uh, After Sun. After Sun was a good recent uh, watch by me. Everyone should watch that. And uh, God, n- nothing else. I've really been concentrating on on uh, catching up with the movies, and uh, that's it for me. That's that that's it for me. That's it for that's it for us. That that's it for everyone. So uh, I think I have twelve more minutes in me. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> So uh, you, you can you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan on Twitter at Ruppy Puppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where we will be discussing uh, probably uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas starring Gossip Girl's own <laughs> Taylor Momsen. So that should be a lot of fun. We have another great guest lined up for that. But until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lonely Boys. <laughs>